Podcast The Ride announces the arrival of a two and a half hour episode featuring droid radio stations, droid raps, droid girlfriends tolerating droid DJ side hustles. Kyle Mooney enters the cabin to talk Star Tours, original Rex version only on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, hosted by three guys whose last wills and testaments will just dictate what theme park font they want on their tombstone. Uh, I'm mm. Scott Gardner. Uh, mine, of, mine obviously would be the uh, Epcot font prototype. I will make damn sure that's uh, on my on my grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Carlson, any selections? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be like Frontierland. Because here's mm-hmm. what I here's a, this is a sort of a side note. As I get older, I find myself gravitating more toward Frontierland than mm-hmm. I did as a youth. It I is still old love Epcot. And you're getting old. I guess that is what it is. I I love Epcot. I love Tomorrowland. But as I get older, I just love the the calm Frontierland. You know, I I'm wistful for a place I never knew. I guess so. I'm going to say right now, Frontierland, maybe like somewhere in the world. Maybe what's on the sign, or maybe the Frontierland a big sign. Kind of. Yeah, that sounds great. So That's yeah, really I think nice. that'll be. It'll be like a wood, and the, the tombstone will be uh, a plank of wood. <laughs> Wonderful, um, Jason Sheridan. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, like you would died of consumption on the Oregon Trail on a yeah, wagon trail. Yeah, so just they had to make a makeshift grave, yeah, a and makeshift it's just a grave. plank of wood they found on the side like of the Logan. road. <laughs> yeah, I'll be a lot like Logan when sure. I die. Um, I'd have to say mine is I don't know what the name of it would be, but it's sort of it. It was on. I think they've used it for both Islands of Adventure and the Adventurers Club, and it sort of looks like that kind of arcing, like greetings from so and so, like the old postcard kind of uh, 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 font. I can kind of picture that, I suppose. Yeah. Huh. Uh, hmm. I also really, I usually, if I go to a place and they have one of those, like greetings from whatever town. Yeah. Oh, okay. I usually see get those. those. In I like those. Cars Land too. Yeah. That's yeah. almost like first generation California adventure. Oh yeah, which you said which you, you liked. said you liked a lot. The living yeah. postcard. You're the only person that's ever said that they miss the first run, first time around. California I associate it with like the the post war like American driving vacation. Oh, when you were boom. young, yeah, when I was young, <laughs> when you were a young man, uh, yeah. So your tombstone will say "Greetings from Hell." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, sure. Great, perfect. Um, and wait, I, I don't mean to back you uh, uh, into the our guest into the into the font corner, but he has to you answer. Know, I, I don't God. know. It doesn't have to be a, a theme park font because I, I don't mean to include you in that. <laughs> but if you there's any fonts you want to call out for a future tombstone and by the way so excited to have today from saturday night live and from his great film brigsby bear kyle mooney is oh uh, yeah thanks uh wow they're really excited about the font stuff um <laughs> a lot of possibilities <laughs> uh i don't know i when i i'm going with ariel black okay sure. very solid <laughs> as well you know right up top so whoever's picking the font set doesn't have to go too far down the list Saves uh, him a trip. I don't know. Is that is that theme park relevant at all? I'm sure it's in a theme park. Should I Google somewhere? Ariel Black theme park font or theme park logo? Yeah. There, there sure. has to be somebody who used that. It's probably in there somewhere. And there's a myriad of 
fantastic fonts in that world. I kind of maybe I want that Pleasure Island Moon guy on my tombstone. Oh yeah. Oh, the Fun Meister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can never remember his name. I just call him. The Are moon we getting guy. to add a character too? Uh, if you want, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to stay on this point for forever, but feel free to interject, interrupt any topic, and say anybody you want. But you mm. probably want like a country bear on there. No, I want Liver Lips McGraw probably. <laughs> hey, fantastic. Any other tombstone well, requests? I guess I'm now curious, are we talking icons are allowed or because these now we're talking about critters it feels like <laughs> and not just like lettering type. Right. Um, you got a lot of space on the tombstones. Sure, sure, so, sure. Yeah, why not? Uh, uh, Mickey, Goofy, Donald. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Uh, the big the ones. The whole gang. Uh, do you expand all the way? Do you ever do everybody that a parking garage level is named after? Is Chip and Dale in there? It's just those guys, and it's an aerial black. Wow, sweet. <laughs> and they're just, like, arms folded, looking up, like, cool font. Uh, yeah, so you already know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. I got a pretty clear image. I looked up uh, aerial black, and just a bunch of aerial Little Mermaid stuff came up. So oh, okay. there's no way we're going to uh-huh. be able to answer this Did question. Did it autocorrect you? Because that's not how you spell the is. font. Yeah, aerial. it autocorrected me. Okay, okay, so. gotcha. Um, well, anyway, now that we've covered... That important stuff, uh, Kyle. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm such a fan. Uh, oh, it's thanks. great to thank be you. here. Thank you. So excited to have you. And I know that this is like the, some of the goal of this podcast. I feel like was to bring uh, theme park fans uh, out of the woodwork. And I and I know that you are you are one of those. And thanks for uh, being so publicly on our podcast. Uh, but I feel like you're pretty noted in your uh, in your love of theme park stuff. Yeah, is that? I, yeah, I don't know, but I do I like going. Snow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I know you, wait, you, I mean, you just said critters, which when you were promoting Grigsby Bear, I think I saw somewhere that you were, you consider yourself particularly a, a critter fan, which I like uh, using that term yes. specifically. Yeah, yeah. Mm. At some point when I was in college, uh, a friend of mine started using the phrase uh, critter pick, uh-huh. which um, kind of implies a genre of film with cr- critters, kind of mm-hmm. like in the wake of E.T. and Gremlins. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of these like little guy animatronic movies, uh, yeah. like I don't know, Munchies, Munchie Strikes uh-huh. Back, The Sand Fairy, <laughs> Mac and Me is probably mm-hmm. a notable yeah. one. I mean, you could argue... You could put Alf in that mix, it, you know. I mean, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, um, but also, like, I think, yeah, like any creature like within Splash Mountain is could be considered country. a crits and critter it country. It is critter country, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I also, not to jump too far ahead, but I was I was unaware until this. Well, this was a blank spot for me, but until this week in preparing for this episode, I had not seen Flight of the Navigator. Oh yeah, which mm-hmm. is in Tons addition to being a space movie, is also a critter movie. Yeah, um, like uh, a very uh, seminal film for me, and uh, especially like the part when uh, is it? Um, I get around by the Beach Boys that uh-huh. blast in yeah. there. <laughs> also insane that I'd never seen that. Any like thing that combines that movie kid was, culture and Beach Boys, I'm yes, in on. Yes, and there are a couple notable things to me about that movie. One, it's so abstract and strange the like use mm-hmm. of like time and like how he's just it's very scary he's like mm-hmm. basically a young kid who all of a sudden wakes up and like his whole family's like several years older mm-hmm. right but there's one scene where he's in like a hospital and i think uh sarah jessica parker is his nurse or doc or something is that is this accurate i you know what i've i didn't I skipped ahead to the parts involving oh. the ship. Oh, sure. Because involving the ship Paul is relevant to truth. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you fill anyway, me Anyway, it was a good... There's a... He's gift... He's, he wakes up 
he's still the same age uh, as he was like five years prior, but five years have passed. But you get a good look at like all of the gifts that his family or like friends have given him now that he's because he was missing basically, uh-huh. and it's like transformers in the box it's like just full-on like toys from 1986 or whatever the movie came out it's oh, kind of a yeah. good good way to see what um what kind of cool gear one oh, could have sure. gotten at toys yeah, yeah, yeah. kb sure right, right. kind Back of a snapshot in of that year. moment yeah. yeah 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 well it's a that was a cool one and i didn't I, if if you don't know the connection uh, i'm talking about the uh the voice of the ship which is something shortens into max is the uh is he, that that is voiced by paul rubens mm-hmm. who is of course the voice of rex in today's topic oh and this, right this ship okay. also was on display at mgm studios am i wrong i think so it was on the backlot tour i believe i saw it when yeah. i was a young right. man it's a miniature right no it's like or a, it's a full it's like kind of a full size mm-hmm. I believe. But is it like balsa wood full size i did not know what the wood i didn't check <laughs> what the but you know what was. i mean like it looks like uh did it look kind of like it looked like a ship chintzy no it didn't look chintzy okay. It looks good. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> trying to undersell the old Flight of the Navigator I'll look ship. it up to make sure. But Every now and then there would be props on display at Disney MGM Studios where, like, even as a kid, I was like, I could punch through this. Like, <laughs> but that's the secret to movie making. Yeah, I thought are, that yeah. was cool, like, as oh, a kid. You were excited you, to punch I'd through I'd be like, it. oh, I could punch through this, but on the screen it looks like, yeah, an alien ship. Mm-hmm. I, I never went to Orlando as a child, but I remember seeing images of the Return to Oz, like a gate oh, that yeah. existed somewhere. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. I don't know if you guys ever saw that, but I yeah, like that he, movie too. Here it is. That doesn't look chintzy to me. Oh yeah, okay. That's a that is not what I was thinking. Sturdy of. ass ship, if yeah. you ask me. That's that looks like the one of the Lost in Space, the movie ships from the 1998 like, yeah. movie. From the oh, 1998, that one, Gary the, Oldman, the movie uh, we all have Ned burned Campbell. in our brain. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I saw that opening weekend. Sure mm-hmm. did I. Yeah. yeah. I just don't remember it. So we're agreed. Um, Lost in Space. All mm-hmm. the great films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the great Navigator. I have another question related to uh, to you specifically, Kyle, which is that you have... I feel like you're also... Uh, it's, it's fairly well known you have a, a giant VHS collection. Um, and I'm curious what your I'm curious what what in what treasures in there might be a parks relevant or, sure, or sure. Disney relevant. Well, it's like so. Yeah, I made this movie Briggsy Bear with my friend Dave directed it. And my friend Kevin co-wrote it with me, and like a lot of the press we did was like basically people at, so you're into videos right which is like when I fell right in that's not an attack by any means you should just go work for entertainment tonight Scott but like did you have fun making the movie it's, it's, it's something that I feel guilty about like talking about because like I know either know of or know people with like much more massive collections so like mm-hmm. I always get nervous that people are like you think you're the face of VHS <laughs> <laughs> everything is terrible like as a grunt like right. now shots yes. fired um <laughs> Parks related stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, I I bet you guys all have some of them overlaps. Like, I, don't, I couldn't. I don't even know if I could come up with some of the titles on my on offhand. But like, sure, yeah, sure. Epcot videos or like. Oh, I remember back in the day before like, as a child, like you know those disney sing-along videos where you can you know like it would be like you'd go through pirates of the caribbean and like there'd be the you know bouncing mickey yeah um that was a nice that was a great like formative video that let you like specifically the disneyland one because it let you 
like watch Disneyland footage even mm-hmm. when you weren't at Disneyland. Yeah. So you could stay thinking about it mm-hmm. all yeah, year long. Yeah, I got internet. Another thing um, that was kind of an influence on our movie was this show that was on the Disney Channel called Welcome to Pooh Corner. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys remember that mm-hmm. show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I got a couple of videos of that. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> They've got like crazy, there's like crazy, like stuff about strangers and oh, kind yeah, of like yeah, deeply yeah, yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, like, kind of PSA issues. type. Yeah. And that was, sorry, this is tangential, but the person who created that technology for the, those, it was basically like a, a head that moves. This, Kent, this guy, Ken Forsey, who also created Ted, Teddy Ruxpin, uh-huh. who worked at Disney prior oh, interesting. to... Um, to do, he also no, did the, uh, the technology for a show called um, Dumbo's Flying Circus, which oh, was like yeah. the very same era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think those have come up on here. Yeah, I, I remember those really well. And I liked them even though, now looking back, there's something like grotesque yeah yeah depressing like the way they're they're shot mm-hmm. yes. um yeah i don't know what it is there's this kind of like an icky super and like seemingly low it's like high production value in like the animatronics they're using but then like just dumb backgrounds uh-huh. <laughs> sure sure yeah just vaguely yes, suggesting exactly. a field or yes, whatever yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how they did it. It was like it was miniatures in heads, like uh, like Teddy or, or like it, they were like, similar they were to the, the, suits, uh, like the turtles suits. technology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, but their oh, heads head contained was, right, right. Yeah, is that yeah? Where they like had like a remote control head? Is that how it worked? Because that's what the turtles were. The turtles had a head that was being controlled off by somebody else. There mm-hmm. was somebody working like controls. I imagine the something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you, like you ever a seen puppeteer. That? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, so then, just turn around. Like, there's a toy of them yeah. behind you. So are the <laughs> the actual heads of the actors in the heads, or are they? No, they removed their heads. No, no, yes, they... they were. The heads were in there. It's just that to move the mouth and the teeth and to get oh, something expressive, there's no mean. way okay. a human face could uh, yeah. manipulate that. They're yeah. using like I don't know if you said like RC yes. remote control car Man, controllers. That's yeah, crazy. So nuts. And it's like a little when you see the mechanism, it's like a an undressed Kermit head almost, mm-hmm. like just a little like. Uh, uh, you know, oh. little sockish thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's that, yeah, yeah, sockish. Yeah, does that help you picture? No, I can picture. <laughs> What's funny um. is like that technology has evolved so much to the point of like when uh, Force Awakens came out there was you had one of these the BB-8s you could control with an app on your yes. phone yeah. and like it, it's the, the technology has evolved so much that not only did we get it in like consumer grade we got bored with it. Yeah, I, got, like so I sold like, my BB-8. You sold yours. <laughs> yeah. like, and that wow. would have been, like, that was, like, a whole team working on that movie to, like, mm-hmm. control these heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, BB-8 wasn't even ready when the when the movie came out because they were still working on, the like, the commercial cheapish version of the technology. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Do you still, th- of all the things you could complain about, about... The, the new Star Wars and Force Awakens and stuff. I do. I I think it's cool that BB-8 is real. I think it's neat when he comes out on the Oscars. <laughs> you can keep doing that. Like you know, like there's, I like there's, BB-8. Yeah. I yeah. As much as BB-8 wants to appear he's, on he's television, great. it's like it, it makes me forgive a lot. I think. Well, that I mean, I don't know how quickly or soon you like to seg in to the topic anytime and with but, this yeah. one whenever well whenever just one note like that i think about that's notable to me about star war star tours rather sorry and is it should we say we're talking about we're talking about star, star tours. tours the original, yeah, the star original. Tours. like the improv suggestion yes, star, we are star, star tours, tours. <laughs> 
um one of the things I love love about it and loved about it, it was like seeing C three PO or or R two D two or even Rex or or whatever. These are to me they're real robots. They're that's mm-hmm. just as good as the real thing. You know what I mean? It's yes. not yeah. um, an animatronic trying to be a human pirate. This is for all in my eyes, intensive purposes, like a real robot. Yeah, and and possibly real movie props used initially. It yeah. seems like the it. Disneyland ones. It seemed like they retrofit it with animatronic stuff in it. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I agree. A very magical thing about it, and and something that uh, that was that's been said about Muppet Vision 3D. Similarly, although it's a movie, but the characters who were in the room with you. Like it, it's it is the same medium. Like a, a Muppet is a real thing, and yes. then they're in the room with yeah. you. There was talk of more Muppet rides and that would have been very much you're there with Kermit and yeah that's a big uh, uh it's a big thing that makes Star Tours great I think uh, um well yeah let's let's get into it and let's also clarify right. uh, that this is in a classic podcast the ride split up of topics mm-hmm. this is we are talking about Star Tours original we are drawing the line at mm-hmm. the the revamp at the adventures continue not in my mind because of any no. like we refuse or there's a quality because I, I enjoy uh, uh, the new one a lot but uh, just for the sake of otherwise we're which here which is good for, for yeah. you guys because you can do a second episode oh yeah really yeah we gotta think the long game yes. a little we can't burn off all these uh Mm-hmm. Well, you Wonderful. guys were. We, you're so like we had. Now a you big, could do an individual video for every for type a, of uh, journey one has on Star Star on, Tours. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I was just yeah. gonna say we should for sure do one just on Jakku and one for mm-hmm. sure just on the crate sequence that leads to Batu at Black Spire Outpost in Star Wars <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. I'm sorry, I've just gone cross-eyed. Say what? <laughs> uh, hey, look, any opportunity to drag these things out as long as possible, which we've we've been having this ongoing discussion, which I'll bring up, and then everyone will tweet at me, Scott is dead wrong, and I hope he's torn apart by wolves. But... The podcast villain. We've just, yeah, apparently. But there, we've been discussing... There's been a, a steadfast refusal to do a split of uh, Kung Fu Panda and Shrek 4D. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Jason I've and been, I are staunchly... Oh, no, no. I couldn't even convince of to do a news slash... Uh, a kung fu pant. You were and I. So at this point, I'm putting the onus on you. I like let's build up as much as possible mm-hmm. the grand, the grand ultimate kung fu panda <laughs> 4D episode. We walked out of kung fu panda, and Scott was like, "I don't really know. I don't really have much to say about that." And he was like, "We combine that with Shrek." And Jason and I were like, "No way. We are doing a whole two <laughs> hours no. on kung fu panda." I know. We got I'm a lot wrong. to say. I know. This for some reason is an issue where I'm. I I'm mean, a the fuss budget. Funny is DreamWorks animation alone on the Universal Studios landscape. That's right. Jason's right. That's going to be 45 minutes right there. Scott is like, (laughs) really, for a normal person, you're like weird but for the people who listen to this show and jason and i yeah you are very conservative yeah. you're a very conservative <laughs> theme park mind you can always so, land being a centrist can make you an extremist that's correct depending on where you are but anyway the point is this this split up is great and i'm very happy to be doing it mm-hmm. but let's but but if if i could pose the the grand uh, philosophical question <laughs> what kyle why star tours yeah um well i told you about the real robots 
Yeah. Here, here's one thing that to me is notable about it. This is why, without even getting into necessarily the ride itself. I first went on this ride at Disneyland. I'm from San Diego, so we we grew up going to Disneyland. Um, and uh, I probably the ride opened in '87. I probably I'm born in '84. I probably went on it in like 1990, '89, '91, so around there. And uh, I'm going to give a little backstory here, so I apologize. No, please. Um, But I'm the youngest of three sons, and uh, a lot of the stuff I was into as a child were things that were handed down to me. Um, So, like, I am really into, like, 80s children, children's television shows, like, in cartoons, like Thundercats or Transformers, um, He-Man. But, like, I'm a little... I don't know about you guys, but I'm, like, a little off the cusp. Like, it's, like, those weren't, like... I feel like I'm more of the era of, like, Disney Afternoon into, like, Nicktoons. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, was, I was born in 85. I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Where you get Thundercats or Transformers, but, like, you find them... Like, I would always find them at yard sales. Yes. I never got them new. Right. We just, like, see them. And that almost made it more mysterious. Yes. Yeah, and for me, it was, like, my... F- brothers had the toys so i got them and then i'd like go to blockbuster to rent the videos yeah. basically because it wasn't on you couldn't see these cartoons on tv anymore it was just like transformers had just ended i just missed it and i was like probably so obnoxious to my parents because i'd be like i i want transformers and it's like well you can't anymore you're <laughs> you're late by like a year <laughs> how do you how do you explain that to a kid though yeah yeah you're like, <laughs> i would like go, i remember like as however old i was seven or six or whatever like going to a like finding myself at a toys r us and seeing like a clearance aisle with a transformer sign i was like oh my god they still have that like i was like aware mm-hmm. and then like coming through it and being like oh i don't see anything and then like asking an employee and they'd be like no sorry no they're not here um but anyway the same goes for star wars i got i i I kind of inherited all of my brother's star wars toys and um was really in was pretty into star star wars and what i like about star tours is that this is kind of like in the late 80s early 90s like going into the early 90s it's kind of like i feel like a dark period for star mm-hmm. wars yeah like it's like the last things that had happened where they made like a couple ewok tv specials there was a <laughs> droid series and an ewoks cartoon series yeah yeah and then like and that was like 85 maybe and return of the jedi was 83 and those are even if you like those they're not like they, they're, they're they're like off they they're feel not incredible by yeah, any yeah, means. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. ewoks tv movies are upsetting <laughs> Right. In many ways. Giant yeah. spiders, uh, whole families dying. <laughs> yes. Not really. Yeah. I've never yeah. done them, actually. Huh. Uh, but this was, it felt like, the only place to really immerse yourself in Star Wars at that time. Because it was prior to, like, special editions. Or, like, now you can go anywhere and buy Star Wars gear. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's at, never been a time. At this since. point in time, it felt like the Star Trader was, like, the only place where yeah. one could get like relevant right star wars merchandise totally. there's that one simpsons joke about how when ralph wins the diorama contest <laughs> with just uh, with uh, star wars figures still in their package and they get laughs out of skinner just saying the names and my favorite chewy and imagine doing that joke today where you just say the names of the character like they're so we're hit over the head with them 
at all times but that yeah. felt like a joke from a time where is star wars winding down yeah it was it was obs- like I'm, it's not fair to say it was obscure because it was obviously a giant franchise but you just couldn't you couldn't go to kmart and get like yeah. toothpaste or whatever you know what i mean yeah with yeah, R2-D2 yeah. on it or yeah. something yeah um and now even if the run ever ends of of a of a movie or two every year the merch thing will never it, be no it's over. like yeah. we'll yeah. Never, we're deep now. in it yeah uh, so that was cool like having a place to go to mm-hmm. uh totally. to to experience star wars and that felt like new and different from whatever media i had access to at home mm-hmm. and at that time the only before the other iterations the ride opened or any other themed star wars experiences like the only place where you could you're in the world and you're and you're hearing the music and you're uh, totally engrossed in it and everything. Um, and yeah, and I remember like I had like a Star Tours poster in my room and one of those plush wickets. I don't know if you guys remember those, but those I feel like from Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've re- like they've had them again. Yeah, I'm I don't sure. know if they're making them currently, but they were doing a whole line of the different Ewoks, so you could get like pretty deep into the Ewok characters, which as uh, many characters as I know, I don't remember a lot of these characters' names. <laughs> that's, a, so, that's a relief. Yeah, so that's, really Scott didn't want me to go down a list of 10 Ewoks. <laughs> if we're doing um, pod racers, though, I can do that. But we're not talking uh, about pod racers. But aren't because, they all like named? Like they, there's, It's like easier to know the names of the pod racers. Oh, I disagree. Oh, really? Oh, it's not? Yeah, okay. they're all I like... Know, actually. Well, they are named, but uh-huh. I'm just... Oh, no, they're not named in the movie. You have to like... Oh, that is a deeper dive. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you ever saw the ESPN uh, graphics or whatever. <laughs> No, no, I don't think so. Uh, um, well, as you'll find from that, I don't know the the films that well. The prequels. This will keep, or really any of them in a way. Ewok. Oh, the original even. I mean, I know, the, I don't know, I know it all, but not. You were never an obsessive, because I was absolutely an obsessed Star Wars no kid. no point in my life was I totally yeah, obsessed I was the, oh for sure yeah okay. i was the perfect age for the special yes, edition villain here again and the, yeah the special editions and the action because they did start star wars i think this around the same time like 90 when would that have been 96 97 special editions yeah 97 i think yeah, yeah. i think that's um yeah. Transformers, I remember too. They started to bring back around. Yeah, there. Then, it felt like in ninety four, ninety five, all these things kind of started to come back mm-hmm. in weird these, ways. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was for a kid at that. It was an embarrassment of riches between X Men and Power Rangers and Star Wars and Transform. Like it's all like at one, it was action figures. Yeah, all the Batman and stuff Goosebumps the Batman and as well. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. and that's the only things we'll ever get again. Those series of IPs—that'll be it forever. Yeah, (laughs) there's none was new. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, which is fine. Uh, Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, and I suppose maybe it doesn't matter, but like eBay didn't exist, so you couldn't access any of that merchandise that way. Yeah, Um, but yeah, so that was very cool to me about it, and I think like just as a young child, uh, it really—I don't know—it opened my imagination in terms of like. I thought it was just a cool play on the whole thing. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is like going to the airport. Mm-hmm. And, like, the the con- conceptually, I just, I, I thought it was, like, super fascinating, even as a kid. And and, uh, and it kind of, like, expanded the universe because it's like, oh, yeah, it's not, it can be more than just the movies. Like, uh, take a trip to hoth and go skiing <laughs> right right well the <laughs> idea that there's like corners of this universe that there's enough there that this, yeah. here's this little outpost where some odd thing is happening and there's something though the ride culminates in blowing up the death star <laughs> the idea that like 
we're not doing the stuff in the movie we're it's not we're it's not repeating all the events of it we're experiencing a new story that is like in some ways very tangentially especially when it when it was rex and not c-3po it's even a character you don't know well, it's like it's we, we during the live show with tony baxter i asked him about big thunder when i and i was noticing like there's no human robots on the ride it's just mm-hmm. animals and it does give you a different feeling when you don't see something familiar or another like human so it's in a similar way on the first star tours where like you don't see a bunch of aliens that you know you're not running into han you're it's like you're out here in the middle of it with this new robot that if you, it's your first time you've never met him before and like you're going on this own adventure yourself so it's not like the new star tours where it's full of care like it's that's full of characters and alien races so like it's a whole different kind of feeling also in addition to that well and there's no moment like in the you know in something like the spider-man ride where the villains have taken over but and you're like lost in the streets but then spider-man shows up oh few he will get us through right this. exactly there's never that in original star tours some x-wing guy shows up but you don't know him either yeah you know not, the general idea right. of the x-wings will help you but star it, tours what are you doing <laughs> yeah what, what are you doing here i like one I don't want to jump around too much, but I love like in all of the Scott sent me some videos of like the ceremonies and stuff. Like anytime you see one of these X-Wing fighters, I feel, uh, or uh, pilots rather, I feel like they all have like a dark mustache basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's what makes them oh, yeah. distinguishable. That's <laughs> the only like face real estate they have to differentiate mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. That's tr- And it really puts it in, in the in time the 70s. period, <laughs> which yeah. is a strange thing about, Star Wars in general that went since there since some are made in the 70s and some are made in the 2000s then some are now but like undeniably in the middle there there's a big run where it feels very 80s and you have to like oh, reconcile yeah. that with the prequels and the end seven through nine you really got to go what happened well why is it not like the 80s anymore <laughs> right <laughs> uh which is a obviously it's where it's where they lose me sure of course well now with where they're recreating people's faces for like rogue one and stuff so oh, you can yeah. fully recreate like 70s and 80s english character actors as long as yeah, if they get a couple of stashes in there, mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be fine. I was psyched for that when I saw my boy Grandma Tarkin. You saw come Moff back. Tarkin? Yeah, I was, I I was okay with it. I wasn't psyched though. I mean, I just like that old British, like Peter all Cushing? the old yeah Peter Cushing, all the old British character actors who sure. show up in Star Wars. I like. I found the Carrie Fisher one a little more unnerving. Yeah, didn't no, she? that's weird. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Um, do you find it unnerving... In Star Tour, in 
sorry to get into some adventures continue okay, and break go ahead. the rules but uh, is it we she was she had not passed by then but on some by the time you're seeing her hologram but are you on some level weirded out that it's a digital Carrie Fisher. Oh, because it's so small, you don't notice the the like yeah, the effects and everything. Uncanny Valley or I, whatever. I think yeah. I'm used to seeing projected Princess Leia because ah, of New yeah. Hope. So that sure, one sure. less. Um, but yeah, I don't if know. If they zoomed in on her face, it might be weird. But they're not going to do mm-hmm. that. If you had to do a whole scene with her yeah. or something. Or if she was in the little thing, like the little box that pops up that's usually reserved for like Poe Dameron or Finn uh-huh. or whatever, then maybe that would be weird. <laughs> I started laughing the first time I saw uh, Maz Kanata in her little jetpack show up. That one's... I, I don't know if I like it or not in the new one, but I was Seems just like... like you do like it. I, I kind of <laughs> liked it just because I was like, oh, she's here now. All right. No, not <laughs> Enough, enough new Star Tours talk. Continues. We gotta go back. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go back. More Maz Kanata. I mean, so I, I think one big thing for me on this uh, attraction that is like a big plus in its book is Rex is an original character. Yes, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was thinking about like you had said at the live. I, I think you said it on stage. We were talking about it at least beforehand. You, asking Tony like, why do I like Big Thunder so much? And I was trying to figure out like, why do I find I find Rex so endearing? Yeah. Well, it has the spirit of his, like, character, right? Like, Figment and Rex both have, like, this very endearing, yeah. like, childish. And you get them right away. You you understand who they are. Uh, uh, maybe, I was thinking about this, too, and maybe I like Rex a lot because he's he's nervous and he's not super confident. Mm-hmm. And it's oh. the first time I got on the ride. I'm scared to go on the ride as I am on any ride. But that's he's, like, a conduit to let me know uh that's that's okay there's another nervous person uh uh who's who i who i can relate to yeah that might be right that makes sense and also his claws are cool and Mm -hmm. his head is cool and he's got that weird round mouth and his neck goes up and down and uh he's he's the best (laughs) yeah (laughs) i have no levels here i just love great design he really is. The multiple aren't mm-hmm. here. Look, I brought toys. I have toys. with. It's one of the only things I have toys I was gonna, of. Do you have the Park Stars one of him? I don't the have the Park Stars. I do. I have, I have, I have that. It looks really right. good. I have okay. it upstairs. Well, here's here's my full toy array. Well, here, that's coming out first. The Star Speeder. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, I bought this. That's got to be about, what, $300,000? I think so. Next man eating gallery. I'm cleaning up. Um, I got to arrange a decent split so I get some... But the this is uh, I got this in France because they still I got to go in France when original Star Tours was still going. Let me play some. Oh, so uh, sound you heard uh, Luke Hem- Heme? Yes, Luke yes. So correct. And I know. Voice, about, I know about Luke Heme now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when it opened up and he said bonjour. <laughs> Made me so Equally happy. endearing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. He did a great job. Great. And just so how delightful to be, you know, there's the only one left. Yeah. But, you, but, but you're in France and you get to hear it in French. Let me play some sound effects. Oh, no, that's doors. Yep. That's cool. Pretty sick. Okay, that's just that's functional. It's white that's, noise. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it helps him sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I, yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, we got an R two. Oh, great. Yeah, and then the doors open, and there is a little Rex inside. Uh, you can take oh, a look at cool. that. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Seeing the actual. 
the actual seed <laughs> wow. arrangement recognizing now the I doors don't, if you look at the the image the the front window that we as an audience would be looking at that yes. doesn't seem to be anything that we ever see no yeah that is like that's well it's a diagram of the ship yeah that's true maybe that's something that rex has to monitor before the flight begins sure 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 oh, that's, like this, own internal. Yeah. that's safe mode they booted up the uh, star speeder 3000 in safe mode and mm. that's what you say it's a screensaver oh. uh, yes please give it to me uh, <laughs> yeah that's this is right in your wheelhouse mike yeah this is just like it's very interesting to see uh, uh scott scott uh, is a toy scott, that i don't own yeah well, because it's the only thing I like this much. For sure. I, <laughs> it is so funny that, like, you like Star Tours more than you like Star Wars, any of the movies. I really do. And it Star Tours came first to me because I probably went on it the first time in, like, 93, 94. And the movies were not re-released until 97. And my parents were not super into them. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, my dad, a couple years ago, asked me to explain he how did he phrase it he said you know, star wars what's going on in that movie? like i don't know the story who are they who is the war with is it like the uh it, are, are the are the aliens fighting the people it's kind of a fair question uh-huh well yeah. is it <laughs> the, I mean, the rebellion of the empire is that- <laughs> <laughs> he like i think he thought he my dad thinks that like Han, Luke, Leia are against C-3PO and Darth <laughs> Vader. Like anyone in masks. Right, right. Anyone made of plastic. And this is made all the stranger by the fact that my dad is like a, is a family friend of John Williams. Wow. And has like known him on and off oh. for a while. Which I really wanted to... I, 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 they don't see each other super often, but I said the next time... You see him. You should. A- I want you to ask John Williams what is Star Wars, <laughs> just to see. What wh- does he laugh at that, or is he like, can we change the subject, or do you get like a beautiful, eloquent, simple mm-hmm. distillation of what is Star Wars? Wait, from- I can say John Williams would not be a bad guest for your podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. that's true. Yeah, could, uh, but is he a park? Is he a Parks fan? <laughs> like, I just mean, I don't want. I don't know. Ask your dad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might be. It might, it might be a. I always wonder, you know, when someone of that cat, like John will, like there were so few people at his level and he's such a, a lifer and had such effect on film. Like lifer. what is, what do they like? Like, what do they like for entertainment? Like, what do they what do I when know they go is home? That John Williams, uh, cause my dad just asks any music. My dad is with John Williams, doesn't know anything about Star Wars, so instead he's like, uh, so what, uh, what, what about the Beach Boys? What do you think of those guys? He's like, <laughs> at, for, out, for no reason, it's just the only music thing my dad can think to ask, and he, John Williams just said, oh, I don't go in for any of the rock stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not for oh. me. And his son has been the singer of Toto on and off for a very mm. long time, and apparently he's like, I don't get what he does uh, anymore. <laughs> he couldn't compose a score, and I couldn't do a... Uh, a, a rock song uh, like he's, wow. he like, I think just doesn't have like a uh, yeah so I think so he's like a he's pure classical yeah. music is the from what I can tell sounds like the they have an that. understanding That's yeah, good. yeah yeah I like so, the idea of John Williams talking about his son like yeah he's doing the on and off Toto thing <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it as long as he comes back in one piece it's uh, uh, a hobby that he's got <laughs> um, where, where where was all this John, John uh, well we were talking oh, about the Rex. toys and then I, I mentioned Luke Rex. Hammett. I don't really know how to say it, really. In uh-huh. He dubs the voice of Rex in French, 
And uh, in Japanese, it's an actor. It was an actor named Yuji Mitsuya. Okay. Both of them dubbed Michael J. Fox in their respective languages, translations of Back to the Future. Both Japan both, and France? Yeah. Both, wow. Uh, Mitsuya and Hammett uh, did uh, Michael J. Fox. And I think... Uh yeah, at least uh, uh, in the Japanese one, it's it says Back to the Future. I think in the French, the French actor did a lot of Michael J. Fox's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah he's he's him in like everything from Family Ties to uh, Atlantis. Yeah, and apparently the French translation of Family Ties is Sacred Family, <laughs> <laughs> which really makes it heavier. But maybe that's that's something too that like that's some shared DNA. Like Marty is a guy who's not supposed to be there yeah. in, in Back to the Future. He's not a super confident uh, pilot or a, captain or a, anything. a character kids like mm-hmm. very I much. He seems like a kid. Yeah. We all liked Marty, right? Loved? Yeah. Of course. I would say yeah, love. Yeah. I'll say love. Now, how, I'm curious. How uh, aware were you guys when seeing Rex in action, who Paul Rubens was or... What did that mean anything to you? I knew who Paul Rubens was. I was a huge Pee Wee fan, but I did not know for many years past. I did not know it was him until years later. Oh, really? But I like, was a big Pee Wee fan too. Just watching, I don't think I really had any. I don't remember Pee Wee toys. That I oh, think I, I have tons of Pee Wee toys. Really? I, I, I think that I was another one playhouse. I caught the tail end of. Um, I have vivid memories of going into department stores and finding like a little cherry and finding all everybody. Whoa! Wow. Yeah, I have cool. all of it still in my parents' basement. I'll Pee-wee. bring it out. I'll bring cool it out. Toys. Uh, yeah. I have. A, I have a chair. I have cherry. Uh-huh. Um, Pee Wee learning Pee Wee that Paul Rubens was. Peewee and Rex, I think, was like a thing I would have learned in like elementary school or middle school when I started to like piece together again what MGM Studios does of like telling you how this is made sure. and the people behind mm. all of this stuff. Yeah. I thought like that was a really cool trivia thing. Were you aware I, of that when you uh, when you went? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> With everyone, I was also it took me, it, cool. uh, yes. I feel like I came to an age. Uh-huh. You know, every every boy has sure, that yeah. moment where they learn that Rex is voiced by Paul Rubin. Right? Father sits him down. So I'm like, something important to tell you. It's it is when you when you do realize that. Uh, well, a couple things. One, it is like it's ex- it's it's remarkable how much it is a different character though they're not worlds apart but it's for sure like a tilt you don't hear that and then go oh yeah he's just doing peewee it's right. for you hear little similarities and laugh for, and everything but it's definitely a different character and also like i think it, it kind of blew up my brain as a kid in general I, like wrapping your head around he wait he's not peewee peewee's not a guy a real person right. sure. he's a character and that actor can do other things and it really <sighs> made it so when he when Paul Rubens showed up in anything else you you like uh, it, it it was so striking right absolutely and his non peewee well, because, filmography like, is peewee so great. would appear in things that a human actor would appear he would like yes. do letterman yeah. or something right. like yeah. that he hosted saturday night live yeah. he did a full i don't think he ever like put a he didn't like put on different clothes over the suits <laughs> right. or a wig or anything. <laughs> right. I think it was just Pee Wee in every sketch. But like, yeah, that made it so confusing that how can he be different? Mm-hmm. People, but he's so great in um, Batman Returns. Yeah. And, uh, 
and later blow and that uh mm-hmm. that one elton john video he's he's good in. oh yeah the one timberlake is that the yeah. same video it's the same video right with timberlake yeah yeah, yeah. i get is it this train don't stop yeah. anymore or something i believe so from that uh the robert downey jr was the first video the, yes, I the want first was Robert the, Downey Jr. Of the lip dub. This uh, train don't stop here anymore. Is Paul Rubens in Timberlake? Oh, I figured mystery it out. Men too. He's a mystery that man. Was his oh, comeback that's right. After yeah, yeah. The, I remember Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He looks which really was like scary the first movie that. I saw. I think that like I remember coming off of uh, the incident. Uh huh. Sure. Yes. Uh-huh. Was it released <laughs> yeah. after and they had yeah, to like downplay? I, I, I couldn't. I mean, like in my as a child i remember i don't know when that movie came out but i think it maybe i think it was like was. the first kind of post peewee thing i yeah. feel like mystery men was like they were like ah oh, this is his comeback oh, after sure. his fall from grace we were ready wasn't to, it? that was 98 though wasn't it yeah mystery Man? and wasn't the the incident the a inc- few <laughs> years prior <laughs> the incident <laughs> which like in our modern or world was much earlier which is kind of harmless uh-huh. it seems not harmless but it seems a lot more low stakes uh, mm, in, in today's world like. yes I'd yeah say so i it's funny though that i was i was thinking about uh, the incident and how the he <laughs> you danced around it just perfectly for us good boys but the uh, uh that there was a time where tomorrowland was running that you had Paul Rubens in Star Tours and then sure. a few doors away Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson in, a, yeah. in a bad Michael Jackson mm-hmm. era I remember how like uncomfortable it felt having EO open when he was in in a bad way oh right right like, there was a little like 95 yeah when that, when I don't, I never, I don't know swing. that I like clocked it I might have like been to the park but not even gone to that sector yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's easy to, to avoid, and like EO was like, prob- regardless of that, probably on the decline to some extent. Right. I remember with Michael Jackson, my parents having to really dance or like me figure me asking questions about Michael Jackson and why mm. does he look that way and what's going on? What did the news say about him? And I remember it being a real like problem for my parents. I feel like I remember them murmuring about like, how do we tell him? Because <laughs> I, I, I worshipped, I loved Michael sure, Jackson. Right. That's a that, that must be a probably for any parent having to like you probably are so mad at the celebrity or whoever it is for like <laughs> god damn it now i have to figure i have to figure out how to frame this to my kid oh god um, yeah yeah i mean it's easier now when all the kids like favorite youtubers are like psychopaths or sex perverts like right. immediately they hit 14 15 and they're just crazy so the kids know already yeah what the this kids know already you need to tell me that the youtuber who does blackface is uh, not an okay person yeah. <laughs> uh, um, mommy why won't ninja stream Fortnite with women gamer <laughs> that's oh, for the God. real young ones in the crowd i'm glad i, I barely don't really understand get that. that yeah 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 i know f- i recognize twitch you said yeah. i know what that is and i know what Fortnite is it's a video game oh okay ninja is like the most popular uh game streamer oh he's like, a person he has, they were Ninja's selling a man his, yeah a sexist guy. man well, he's he's dancing around. He's like, well, I got a wife, and I just don't want to confuse things. But like, he did it what? in a really weird way. Yeah, about? it's weird. Confuse. So he, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to have female gamers guest on his stream no. because uh, you know that he could plays get by Mike uh, Pence rules. Yeah, it does sound. It's very similar. But uh. like uh, on the boardwalk in Jersey this summer, I was like, 
Are they selling fucking ninja t-shirts? Like with his logo on it oh, next man. to like the Avengers t-shirts? It was very weird. Hmm, strange. Yeah. Well, Disney don't do a 3D movie with it. Don't do a 3D movie with ninja. <laughs> but do keep working on the Jake and Logan Paul uh, attraction. <laughs> as many of those as possible. The e-ticket. Um, have, we, have we fully covered Rex? I mean, we can go back. Because I, well, you know, this is such rare... Uh, air can, I have here to talk about why Rex is great. We can tease it. Well, there's a couple other things. This, these yeah. are only late. This, these aren't on the ride things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you a couple years ago, I think at this point, I texted you and I said, Rex is going to be on Star Wars Rebels. Yes. And you were very excited yeah. to watch. Oh. And it was the world's biggest letdown. That was off. Do you know about this, Kyle? No, no I don't. He was on a... There was a cartoon, a Star, a Star Wars animated series, and, and Rex was going to be on it. They teased it, voiced by <laughs> Paul Rubens. When we say tease, are we talking like online commercials or like just a, a blog it was maybe just a, a still image. rex is coming back yeah it was, i think there was one uh, like youtube ad that highlighted it or something that was like featuring rex and then like all the theme park blogs picked up on it mm-hmm. and it was a big deal and it tricked scott into watching it but live maybe maybe it did <laughs> yeah yeah that was like, like you cleared the schedule for it major event yeah 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 canceled plans uh, missed my mom birthday um here's i wrote down one of rex's classic quotes from star wars rebels we are approaching garel please prepare for landing that's all that that's it. Uh, there's a line about like protocol he has four lines yeah. it's the boringest shit i've ever seen i'm still mad about it was it it was it paul rubens it was paul rubens but he didn't sound like rex uh, i felt like they I don't blame him for not sure, being sure, like sure. clued into his own character. Yeah, like if I were, that was probably one or two sessions decades ago. Right. If I were doing the thing, I would make sure he heard a, a tape so he knew how to conjure it up. But I think I think it was real lazy all around. I hated this thing. Uh, uh, I and I, you know what I, I I'm experiencing when I think about Rex on Star Wars Rebels is. Uh, this must be how you feel all the time. Seeing Star Wars characters oh, not yeah. seeing your favorite Star Wars characters not treated the way that you want. <laughs> this is the only thing where I have the Star Wars rage. And luckily, it's that's interesting. Uh, Fifty yeah. seconds of a TV show. Mm-hmm. It's not my whole. It's not your whole life, like with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I still get. I'm still worked up about it, but. Uh-huh. Uh, um, uh, you know, but if yes, if if Rex showed up in the sequels and I didn't like how he was utilized, or if he was like killed or something, I'd fortunately I feel great because my favorite Star Wars character are those are the dice. Han Solo's famous dice. Oh, you call, you call the, the dice characters. I think the dice are kind of a character. Okay. Well, don't worry. The dice have a lot of screen time in the last few movies. In, are they in? I didn't see Solo. I hear they're in Solo. Oh, they're in. Oh, they're yeah. in there. The yeah. dice are in Solo. Um, it, it is possible, though, that because I've heard you guys have spoken uh, or talked about uh, Rex coming back to mm-hmm. the new yeah. Star Wars. Yes. DJ no. Rex so, from Galaxy's so Edge. So when I was... Oh, were you going to say... Oh, I just gonna, that, that, I, I could imagine that could possibly make you nervous because that Im- implies serious yeah. voice direction, I would think. Oh, yeah, that's true. But are they doing... I don't think it's been confirmed if Paul Rubens is part of it. I would have to imagine... That would be he's, a, he's still around. They haven't Unless confirmed he's, but it. I don't know. But DJs don't don't always talk. He might be a silent DJ. Yeah, I don't. They haven't confirmed <laughs> the details of it. When I first learned of it, and this is another situation where I texted. I think maybe you will, uh-huh. like, for sure texted you. Could have been probably texted you as yeah. well though. 
uh, and but it might have been separate. It might have been not on the because we weren't doing the podcast the yet. So I think yeah. I texted you and you separately well, about you this. Even remember this world because I was the in. Podcast. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't feel real. Uh, I was at D twenty three. I was in the presentation for Star Wars Land, and one of the first things they said was like, you know, an old favorite's going to come back to Star Wars Land, and that. But he's got a new job, and then they put out on screen. It was Rex, and he was DJing, and the place went insane. <laughs> the ovation that received. <laughs> Like, rivaled the whole land being announced. Oh, man. This, like, 5,000 nerds cheering Rex. I wonder if, like, Disney people ever, like, God, if we fucked up everything, we should have just been exploiting <laughs> uh-huh. this character. We built this entire land. Who would think? I hope so. Every time they Learn mention, like, a figment or a sure. Rex or something, yeah, those big gatherings, those big fan gatherings, people lose their minds. Now, that's there. Yeah. Now, I could yeah. see a regular person going to Star Wars land and not knowing what the right. hell's yeah, going yeah. on. Uh, um, and hey, I this see DJ other- stupid. <laughs> He's watch me DJ. Watch me throw blue milk at him. Play Despacito, idiot. <laughs> I, I do think it might be like a sunny eclipse situation, though. Uh-huh. I think where so. you just eat and you can like sit right by him and he fucking fucks up. Man, I want to know. I will. I will. I'll adopt uh, your your uh, habits, and I will. Uh, that I will wait hours. Yeah. to get the the, the best seat possible because the, then the you can sp- we can spend more time with Rex as long as he's in character and voiced by Paul Rubens and yeah. we feel that they're doing him like right by uh, our memory of him is now we can spend hours with Rex oh, we don't man. have to yeah. just spend three minutes with him in the oh, Star yeah. Speeder we there's can no there. door that goes up I can stay there from, <laughs> from beginning a day to end. close yeah and oh man I think he's gotta be too like uh, learning on his feet like he was in Star Trek I feel like he's got to be a SoundCloud DJ, right. just learning it. He can't be like a, a Steve Aoki, Avicii, God rest his soul, a superstar DJ, mm-hmm. and he no, can't that would be, be like a rich kid vanity project DJ. I think that the guy, whoever whoever was on stage, it might have been Bob Chapek, head of Parks and Resorts at the time, he might have announced that like Rex, you know, he might not be so good at DJing. Yeah, so I think, I think they it's, teased, that's the spirit I think they Rex. teased that like, you know, he's not, he's a little in over his head. He's got a good heart, and he's trying his best. Exactly, and that's yeah. probably what makes him so endearing. Have you guys ever thought about the fate of Rex after this failed trip to Endor? Well, oh yeah, did he get fired? He's got to have been fired. Like he well, has to he have been fired. But also, I, 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 this is, I, I want to stay on this, but like. I did a little research about the droids in the queue, these G2 yeah, the G2 droids. Yeah, the G2 yeah. uh-huh. But, like, they're also shitty at their jobs, it seems like. <laughs> so, yeah. like, Star Tours might just generally be a shitty company. I have a big, I have official, what seems to be canon information okay. about this. According to the Star Wars Encyclopedia, and I don't know what that is and how much weight it carries, but... RX-24's flight during the Star Star Tours ride, quote, proved something of a harbinger for the future of the Star Tours travel agency. Within months of the Battle of Endor, accidents and poor management drove the company to go out of business. Wow. So, yeah, they were only... What we experienced in that ride was dead and gone three months so later. So, like, a, we were essentially on, like, the mega bus <laughs> the Star Tours universe. <laughs> That's fun. So that means that, like... This DJing gig is like it's like next thing. Yeah, like he yeah. needs it. And he's like what he was driver who also is a DJ. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he totally like took some time to find himself. Maybe got a little severance and maybe doing some odd jobs for a few years. 
I don't think the unions are strong in space, Jason. Yeah, that's true. In thinking about a full Star Tours universe film or something, if you could see what happens to him right after him being chewed out by some... Uh Or is it... Wait, would would C-3PO... Or maybe C-3PO and R2-D2 kind of good cop, bad cop... Right, uh, Rex and C three PO understands because he's also kind of bumbled. But R two D two blurbles and C three PO's like fired. Isn't that a little harsh? <laughs> um, that's a good point because it is R two D two who puts in the navigation to like light speed to Endor R two, uh, sure. and the, and they overshoot it. That's yeah. not Rex's fault. That's R2's calculation. Good point. And everything from there, Rex is trying his best to... Yeah. Also, <laughs> so maybe this is obvious to everybody, but does Admiral Akbar work at Star Wars? Yes. So that was what I was going to say. He's up in the... He's up in the... Cruise That's what he's doing now. Well, R2-D2, too. They're all heroes of the rebellion, and they've all taken a travel agency job. you got to get a job. That's true. Like real veterans. That's right. This is a... It's really a ride about veterans. Veterans affairs, <laughs> finding your place in the world. Yeah. There are two. I was just I was on the new Star Tours two days ago. There's two Mon Calamari, which are the name. It's the name of the alien race. Oh, that Admiral yeah. Akbar. Okay. Um, and yeah, there are two of them up There's, there. So they still work there. So they still work there now. But oh wait, but the new but Adventures Continue is a prequel. Are you aware of that? That it's, I think oh, I that's did right, know right, that. Right. But then, but it still doesn't make sense because they go. They have like yeah. Last Jedi, right? Yes, exactly. So Force Awakens and Last Jedi pop in, so the whole timeline it's is full. Well, yeah, the timeline's a mess. In but but so either way, but then so he that's a job he got, but then he got recruit recruited again. <laughs> In Force Awakens, there was no younger Mon Calamari mm-hmm. that could take his job. But and I then guess he gets, he'll never work in then he, Star Tours again. Then he gets blown up in the Last and he Jedi. Eats it. Boy, just unceremoniously. So Star Tours existed for some amount of time. That means because it, we're talking Phantom Menace era to post Return of the Jedi. Is that accurate? He, yes. Uh-huh. And up until. Probably at least until Force Awakens. I don't know how. Oh wait, maybe not because if in a couple months it fell apart. Yeah, I guess I guess not. So yeah, that's a, still a decades long run, and it straddled multiple generations. Like for in all of Anakin Skywalker's so, lifetime, Star Tours was a travel because yeah. there are pod races on the new one. Yeah. So then it makes it to so so. Phantom Menace to Sith is like what fifteen years. Uh, I don't know that. Couldn't tell you It's probably Phantom Menace, like 15 years, I think. And then it's like 30 years from the the end of Sith to New Hope. Hope. Because how old is Luke supposed to be? Like 22 or something? something, Now, did Star Tours deliver Jefferson Starship to the concert venue where they perform Light the Sky on Fire in the holiday special? special? Mm -hmm. Which also, my Star Wars canon is number one Star Tours, number two holiday special. Number three, all that other stuff. <laughs> well, number three, yeah, I mean, like that. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, so number three, Return of the Jedi, because it has the song that John Williams' son did, the yeah. rock song, Lapty Neck, and then the rest of it. Which the they cut out for oh, the special I edition. I think that begs Ugh. the question to me, which maybe we're going too far out, is there are, are would likely be competing travel space companies. Right. Yeah. true. Yeah. 
Um, and That'd be they... a fun Easter egg. One of those could be called Star Ride. I was going to say. Which is what Michael Eisner, <laughs> Michael Eisner famously wanted to call Star Tour Star Ride, and George Lucas was the deciding vote of like, no, we like Tony's Star Tours better. <laughs> Star Ride. Because Star he thought ride. people wouldn't understand that it was a ride. The DJ stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Star Tour? Sounds boring. Skip. Um, I also, did you guys, I didn't know this till last night. Do you guys know the other name that was floated around? No. This apparently came according to some, well, according to Jim Hill, which I don't, you know, you never know with his information, but, yeah. uh, uh, mm. past the, the, we're Fallon keeping the incident, feud going, but, um, <laughs> um, but there's other sources that say somewhere, possibly Lucas somewhere proposed that this ride be called cosmic winds. Really? <laughs> Yeah. That is a very 80s Disney name, I feel like. Cosmic Wings. That would have been some Flight of the Navigator type movie that yeah. bombed. Or, yeah, yeah. I love the name, but it doesn't make any sense. It's a really yeah. good. And if that were like an 80s smooth jazz record that I had, I would dig that and listen all the time. If it was a Dave Grusin album, I'm in. But yeah, as this ride. But that, may, I think the compet if we were ever, if we were all to pitch on a star tours movie then yeah i think the competing travel agency is cosmic winds it is it's funny you keep mentioning like a star tours movie because like oftentimes we've just in conversation you're like i want to make my own stuff in hollywood i want to do this and then i'll be like well what about a star tours movie you're like of course the only property yes yes go in on yeah i gotta say and i don't know how much i can say i have a friend who pitched a star tours movie (gasps) what oh Oh, yeah well be careful with details but what can you say i think i can say this it didn't work out. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and maybe, oh man, I hope, I don't know if I'm, I heard that Disney kind of owns all Star Wars stuff. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Keep going. They don't want to do funny stuff. Fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. right. But I guess that's maybe true with like what you hear about Solo or something like that. For do sure. people know whole, that there's this entire comedy, the Detours YouTube thing? show oh. with like, well, th- yeah, they rejected well, an entire... But there's a thing where, like... I, am I legally a, allowed to say... There's a thing where Bugmane is Han Solo. <laughs> that an entire produced oh, series. God. And say, somebody send me a letter, if I'm not allowed to say this, but this is sitting in a can. This was made. Is mm-hmm. this the sketch? I don't, the sketch uh, this is the umbrella? one that... they that did not make it to air or did. It was a YouTube thing... It, People we knew yeah. were working on it for weeks. I wrote right. Yeah. This there's this thing, and this then th- there's the stupid buddies. The yeah, and then there's motion. an animated yeah. thing that was all done, and then they just this is all because this is all in the process before Disney bought Lucasfilm. So okay. like they were like very open to doing yeah. weird stuff. They were and stupid close stuff. to doing a TV show. They Luke. Lucas yeah, always too, said he wanted to do was, like that wasn't related to I'm saying this is specifically was just that Disney had another like idea for the whole thing mm-hmm. I'm they, the reason they didn't do that TV show is too expensive they had like oh, 50 okay. scripts written or something crazy right. oh gotcha I'm just saying the pre-Disney purchase there was like interesting stuff going on in Star Wars that we yeah. will maybe well, never see or only see drips and drabs there of. was also um, in addition to all of this stuff that never came out is like Disney I believe made the like proclamation that there will be no like cutesy like goofy as Darth Vader toys anymore. Uh, so they stopped cool. all that stuff because that was everywhere in, in oh. Tomorrowland. Yeah. I have Luigi and Giuseppe from yes. Cars as R2-D2 and C-3PO. Yes, there was a lot yeah. of mashup. There were the Muppet hmm. Star Wars where they were dressed up as the Star Wars characters. And those That's were crazy because I feel like those were big hits. I feel like those were big money Also, makers. it would feel like 
it would go the opposite. You know what I mean? Like yeah. with Disney acquiring, would one do, would assume that they would like I take advantage of their especially with like the stuff, the clips and screen grabs coming out from Wreck It Ralph two with like the portal, the Marvel portal next to the Lucasfilm to next go. to Star, yeah, yeah. And, and next to the uh, Disney Princess portal, and the Disney princesses all hanging out taking selfies. And it's like, I saw. A- that clip at D23 last year, and when that happens on screen, they showed that in the the portals oh, or really? whatever, and the audience was, I don't know what about this. It feels a little <laughs> unnerving. It feels a little Blade runner like the, yeah. the bad way. The princesses came on, then everyone loved that again. Mm-hmm. I will say, I think I've said it before, the, the, everyone was rabid the whole thing, uh, the whole time, and then they showed a Nutcracker in the Four Realms, and it was just silent there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I was like, following the live tweets, and I was hooting and hollering. Sure. I can't wait to see see all four of the realms um <laughs> which we'll we'll, we'll do we'll a series a podcast, oh, man. A couple podcasts about it um, um the but i my feeling is like if solo doesn't help prove this like cooling it with the brand because like okay i look this is not going to be the populist opinion but that holiday special is such a blast to watch <laughs> it's not that things should be like that but i do miss things where like C-3PO's running around with Eddie Murphy or something, or isn't like, are they on the, like, what's that Earth Day special? That's your pitch the, right there. The, yeah, hey, he's running around with Eddie Murphy, and now they make it up, and uh, there you go, you're done. Um, I'll say action and cut, and uh, you guys edit it, that'll do it. Um, aren't they, are C-3PO and R2-D2 in that Earth Day special that everyone is in? I don't know that like ET is in it and oh, a Ghostbuster yeah. and oh, oh but, you're talking you're not talking, car, not cartoon all stars to the rest no not that's that, a different but one the live there's like a, there's a thing where like it's you know Murphy Brown and a Ghostbuster and ET uh, I don't think I've seen that. stuff and with Doc so Brown much more like everybody's in Lucy Goosey then nowadays the contract I love everything like yeah. that where all the yeah. characters meet willy nilly you don't have to care about the continuity I did something bothers me about Adventures Continue straddling prequel and sequel but also who cares who get them cares? all in there Darth Vader's in there and it's fun well, like who I think everyone needs to chill the fuck out about all this uh, uh, IP stuff I agree I think that Disney though when they bought Lucasfilm they were they made a lot of conservative decisions and they were worried that like things would be silly or prequels were silly or people didn't uh, like them even yeah. though the prequels made a ton of money all three of them yeah, right. so I think they got very nervous about because there's no prequel character barely any prequel characters in those movies and people would go nuts I mean people liked spoiler alert Darth Maul showing up in the solo but that's about it mm-hmm. so I feel like you know they they have to you're right lighten up let's mm-hmm. have some fun yeah let's see some of our I'll favorite s- comedians with C-3PO that clip uh, of the from I think one of the videos you sent the mm-hmm. which I had seen before the which rap? was like the Star Tours TV special basically yeah, yeah. I mean like I, I think like seeing C-3PO rap is like an example <laughs> oh, yeah. of like Best. something that <laughs> who wouldn't love well, this you're out of your mind let me play it for uh, uh, I can't not play it how humiliating I am fluent in over 60 <laughs> forms of communication and here I am doing commercials for outer space oh well the concept <laughs> almost doesn't sound like Anthony Daniels Space, the new place to go. You can eat all you want and you 
won't gain a pound because there isn't any weight here like back on the ground. We travel very fast near the speed of light. You can leave in the morning and get home last night. <laughs> Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, now, okay, see, now I'm having logic issues because C-3PO is performing a rap that would have been performed like by the fat boys like circa 1983 <laughs> yeah. or something like that so now we're like is the contemporary music of mm-hmm. the, where in which c-3po and r2d2 are existing is like old school hip-hop just beginning uh-huh. is, has it advanced the all similar music trends were starting to bubble up in whenever star wars is set Mm-hmm. And then it all got their civilization got wiped out, right? Sure. Is Star Wars is all gone? It's, Did all it's the planets all It's a long, long, time, long ago. time ago. Yeah, yeah. Far, so far we away. just we just parallel formed got the it. same ideas, uh-huh. but also this special exists in a continuity where. The, the stars of a, a forgotten sitcom called Sidekicks <laughs> right. walk up and say, I think the kid says, or no, the the, the old guy says, hey, C-3PO, C-3PO, uh, he mispronounced C-3PO, Everybody good does. to meet you. I, uh, Hickory dickory duck. Hey, C-3PO. Yo. I, his name is I, the, the Michael Eisner when he's like the opening ceremony of Star Tours. He Say peace, say peace, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the opening ceremony or something. I got a lot on this. Everyone watched the opening ceremony. Oh boy. Okay, okay. Well, let's here. We still haven't talked about the ride, but let's keep going in order. One of the things that I love about Star Tours so much, there's so much ancillary content. There's the special where this the people from Sidekicks show up. Whatever that is, it's the the kid's name is Ernie Reyes Jr. who plays Kino. Yeah, years later in also Surf Ninjas. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, great in all those movies and that so that's a great special you get to hear that full rap and then two big opening ceremonies in 87 before the ride opens the night before there's something called the interplanetary launch preview party and that is a that's at night and it's mainly about mickey well meeting C-3PO and welcoming him into the Disney family. I gotta say, this was awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought they got along great. (laughs) Best buds right away. Now, this is Mickey with the, like, rainbow... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, His gear is is The best Mickey. It's so good. When all the characters are in the spacesuits and it's kind of EO-esque, that is the time. And then he greets him and then there's a, like, Yamaha mashup of the Star Wars theme into... When you wish upon a star, and all the characters like march around to it, and they all are also are in are in the spacesuits. So this is uh, the finest live performance that had ever occurred until the next morning when the ribbon cutting happened. And Jason, what would you like to say about the ribbon cutting? Oh, I mean, uh, the ribbon cutting... Okay, so one of the few appearances of what the parks... They're called in the parks face characters. Mm-hmm. So, like, Luke and Leia and Han Solo are there. Mm-hmm. Chewie and uh, is also there. R2-D2, C-3PO show up later. Um... None of the face characters talk. They do a very elaborate, choreographed, like, ballet sequence. Yeah, Han and Leia do ballet. Some hiding, some laser blasting. Han's uh, uh, gun, Han's blaster is not 
He's not Hans He's Blaster. He's not Hans Blaster. It looks like they just grabbed it from a gift shop right beforehand. They're like, oh, shoot, we got to give him mm, up. All of these gun. opening ceremonies, all these feel like the they ceremony- forgot to plan what what it was until the night before. <laughs> they were Half- like, they worked on this ride, like everyone's just like getting it, like working on it down to the wire, and they're like, oh, shit, we got to do something tomorrow. Half oh. of the sound effects sound right, and the other right. half sound totally wrong like and no lightsabers right no li- well michael eisner has one <laughs> but even it looks that, like a clear baseball bat it's not <laughs> glowing it's not colored and then he just has to hold it for like a minute well because mickey comes out the af- after the interpretive dance and then darth vader doesn't perish but is chased away by fire he's scared of fire <laughs> like a bear and then he runs off and c-3po comes out and he and R2-D2 are supposed to give Michael a, Mas, Master Michael the... <laughs> Master George, Master Michael. <laughs> um, he hands him... He's supposed to hand him scissors, but R2-D2 lost the scissors, much like Hooter losing the mm-hmm. map. And and then Mickey comes out to, to solve this, but he, he doesn't have scissors. He, like, very gingerly marches downstairs from the people mover track and you really feel for the guy in the mickey suit or whoever it is and then comes out and says <laughs> uh, like it's like like not to worry c-3po <laughs> it's under control huh? and that is not mickey's foot that no. mickey voice is fucked oh yeah up. it's a really yeah. odd mickey voice and i bring it up for another reason which is there for in all of these in all the many bizarre specials that exist there's a moment that uh, my wife and I are super fond of where you get a tour of Mickey's house in Disney World. Oh, Mickey's yeah. Birthday Land. And, he, and his house is not like a fun cartoon house. It just has like an office. <laughs> and there's the, that same, clearly that same Mickey voice that says this great quote. When I want to make a call, I use the den. <laughs> and then it cuts to just like my dad's den. It just has a regular phone, not a fun cartoon phone, just files. He has like leather bound books. How much? Why did we have so many long distance charges last month? <laughs> Are you talking to Richard again, Mini? Mm. You say you were in contact. <laughs> I'm going to call the phone company. I'll use the den. <laughs> Um, it's so I'll isolate this moment and put it somewhere. It's so good. I mean, the best Mickey line in this, though. Uh huh. Do you? I have it about having to wait. Mm. We'll just hold this pose for a bit while you photographers get your pictures. Oh yeah. <laughs> and everyone is just standing rock like still, just very still on stage for the assembled press. Eisner with this bizarre clear lightsaber, which, by the way, Mickey saves the day, quote unquote. But he does so by. Uh, him going back to, Minnie goes and gets the sword and then hands uh-huh. it to Mickey who hands it to uh, Eisner so Mickey <laughs> is just a middleman in this scenario I was also a little bothered by seeing <laughs> our heroes in their new hope gear hanging out with Ewoks yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. right. Yeah, Leia stopped dressing like that. Oh, and... And Luke did, too. Well, and then after they finish their number, and they run off, and uh, the Moss Eisley Cantina Band, a bunch of other aliens, and Rogue Squadron shows up, and appear, it appears they get hammered on stage before <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> George Lucas and Michael Eisner come out. They're just hanging out, drinking, like, dry ice. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like, booze drinks. <laughs> It's Not really so, saying anything. The Moss right. Eisley, the Cantina Band's playing their famous song. Was this, or is this the only time other than Club 33 where alcohol was consumed in Disneyland? <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, who knows the chemical makeup of those uh, mm. space beverages? Mm, good point. 
<laughs> uh, and Grinda, then Han and Greedo were both there together. Yeah, right. And they shot at the same time. Mm. It was all wrong. Oh, disaster. Michael Eisner. I, we thought, yeah. How does Michael Eisner say th- C-3PO? He greets them in a very funny way. He says, P- hi there, C-3PO. Nice to see you. And R2-D2. <laughs> like, he's greeting, like, a mid-level executive, like, coming to pitch him something. <laughs> Good to meet you, some of the Redstone. Good to see you. Yeah. yeah, and then he stumbles and calls him th- Threese. That's what I have written down. <laughs> We've, I've, I'm fine talking about this ceremony more than the ride itself. Sure. If you're listening to this, you know the ride, but you might not know the ceremony, and... George, it, I just uh, take such delight in how uncomfortable George is. Yeah, like just everything existing always, on stage. Yeah. I mean, he's always that's always funny, but like on stage in front of everyone, yeah. like he knows it's wrong too. Like he might not have even had oversight on this whole thing. Well, he just witnessed uh, Darth Vader really grab Leia, <laughs> like really <laughs> too aggressively, really too aggressively. Or do we know? This is a side note, but do we know where there ever those did those characters ever walk around in the first few years? I have no, I, I don't think so. Not that I've seen, just stormtroopers probably. And kind of odd that in general there's no presence of uh, Luke, Leia, Han ever. Yeah. S- still, right? Are they ever? Well, they have Ray now. Chewie, you can meet Chewie, Ray, Kylo Ren, and Darth Vader, and then start stormtroopers are walking around. Oh, and in uh, Florida, they have more characters. They have F- Captain Phasma in Hollywood Studios. So good, and they have some other like maybe like cartoon. What's there's one um, Jedi uh, from, female character. Yeah, I'm trying to remember Rebels, her name. I think so. There's there's other characters. I think Darth Maul might be, also be in Hollywood Studios, but That's not right. not that many out here. I think the problem they run into sometimes with like face characters portrayed on screen by a famous actor is like. But all the, the guests aren't. But the princesses are all f- uh, human faces. But they're animated. Yeah, but what I'm saying is medium. the feedback. But that's even more drastic because one's a cartoon and one's a human. That's true. But the feedback of people when it's like when you meet Thor or like Captain America uh-huh. or um, it seemed like people were the reviews. Well, they, seeing Thor and Captain America was so funny because it's some like 18 year old college student. Right. And yeah. He's trying to like. Yeah, I with. don't mind doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they find good hunts for Thor, but like, yeah, I don't know if all of them go over. Like, Spider-Man has a mask on, so that's fine. Sure. Um, but like, I don't know. Um, We've taken a photo together with Captain America. We've taken a photo of Captain America. He shook our hands. Mm-hmm. For real firm handshake. Oh yeah, he's yeah. got to have that. But um, yeah, no, they've never. I, I all I'm saying is I feel like it'll be like Ray is in the park now, and it's it's just a you know twenty year old. Yeah, it's Peter not, Quill. Yeah, they gotta so do I'm more just saying acting. they could yeah. get away with having some fresh faced kid. Yeah, that's what I wanted as playing. Kid. I wanted Luke and, and I Khan want and to meet Art Carney and B. Arthur from the <laughs> holiday <laughs> sure. special. Yeah, get them in there. They really should have every character in that Star Wars launch bay now. They just have a cut like two at once. Mm-hmm. But you should be able to meet everybody. Do y'all know while we're on the subject of uh, um, other like auxiliary characters? Y'all know about Officer Zizix. That sounds familiar, but who is Officer Zizix? Officer Zizix, you used to meet... He was a customs agent who you would meet at the end of the Tokyo version. Oh, he was like no, I don't know him. Looking at all of these monitors, and he kind of looks like a weird like space rhino. So he's like the Patrick Warburton character that's on Star Tours now. Yes, but on the other side, you right, see him at, at the, the end. end. And the thing about Officer Zizix, he is 
a he is the same mold as Sunny Eclipse. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Do you know Sunny Eclipse? Uh, yeah, I've, I, I didn't until recently. Oh, okay. But I, did I, you see him when you went down? I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sweet. Did you sit? Did you sit and listen to the Space Angels? Uh, no. It was more of a walk in and stand mm. for nine minutes sure. and then, standing room only yeah, i'm sure yeah. so you had to i was trying to find a picture of him and i only came up with pictures of uh the philosopher and writer slavo zizek <laughs> um that's not it nope, not it we're how is that. zizek spelled uh oh it's so many it'll right, just mind. that will be the later. boringest thing you ever okay. heard saying all the letters but anyway officer zizek's i guess i think he he's now is listed on wikipedia and indoor express the star the the star wars specific wikipedias uh so i guess he's key counts as part of the universe and i also have to give a shout out i did in the live show also to roxanne rxn <laughs> who you is also kind of like a customs agent who speaks in multiple languages who you meet uh at the end of france star tours and i don't i you can't find a good video of her but apparently she kind of gushes about rex and has kind of a crush on mm-hmm. him. And she still exists or does not? No, she. Well, here's the the awful thing. When I was there, she was there, although her soundtrack was shut off, so she was just flapping around to no one. And now they put her in a crate like Rex, and hers is a little creepy. Like, hers has plastic, it, you know. Like a jail? Like, 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 a, like, like, a, like a toy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. And she seems to be... She looks a little sad, and she seems to be reaching out, like, trying to get out of the box. So I think they screwed up with shoving Roxanne in a box. And I want to know more about her, and I was disappointed she didn't have a soundtrack when I was there. And I'm just... What a great advancement of the narrative of my favorite character, Rex, that he has a girlfriend. Or maybe a potential girlfriend. Although, when he loses his job, I don't know if he's going to be able to hold that down. Hmm. Will she be on in Galaxy's Edge somewhere? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't have my dreams, Kyle. The closest table, like the closest table, is just her. There's just, just a going, robot like, I'm sitting so in one of the tables. Yeah. He's talked about it for years. I'm so proud of him. He finally did it. Man, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Kyle's right. No, is the or answer. like the, the more likely. I feel like significant other to the DJ is like. Yeah, he's still trying the DJ thing. <laughs> I, do, you, do you go to all of his shows? I, uh, I, try, I try to. I try to make it. Um, if it's in town. Uh, um, okay, have we covered enough of the auxiliary stuff that we should talk? Wait, hang on. We can keep delaying it. We can talk. We Before we get to the ride, let's talk about the line. Oh, yeah. I think an excellent line. Yeah. Oh, I, I would I'm. I you guys know this stuff better than me probably, but I think it's one of the best cues. If not, I, I don't know yeah, what's better. I'd have to agree. And if yeah. you think about, I think maybe Indiana Jones topped it. But when you think about what was there at Disneyland in '87, what's a better line than that? What like builds the story? That as soon as you walk in that room, it's C-3PO's there. You don't have to wait till the ride Robots, to see a the advertisements of, on uh-huh. the planets oh, on the big so video good. screen. Taking at a distance, it is funny to think about. Like, this is like a sightseeing tour. This is like mm-hmm. Amtrak or, or an airline. This is a travel right. agency in well, Star Wars. And you wouldn't think that would be as dynamic as it is. Yeah. Well, they do a good... Yeah, it like sounds like a boring thing, but those videos, I think, are really key mm-hmm. in creating this kind of almost like 60s 
uh, I mean, yeah. it is like uh, it, it's akin to America where uh, there wasn't commercial air travel and you couldn't just go wherever you want, especially because countries are at war with each other. And now the war is over and, and you can go wherever you want. And places thing. are friendly. And yeah. and Disney, uh, if you had wings, Dream Flight, like mm-hmm. an actual airline uh, terminal specifics yeah, yeah. for a while. Yeah, DNA in common with that. Also, though, with those videos, and maybe I don't know if we're getting into this, but uh, maybe uh, perhaps a problem for some people with the ride and was maybe slightly for me as a child was just this promise of other places yes. we could potentially yeah. go sure yeah 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 which the new one does solve yes and also the fa- if you are really looking forward to going to Endor you do not go to Endor yes it doesn't right. even I feel like they could have ended it still on Endor and uh, Ewoks celebrate your arrival or there's yeah. Ewoks working at the airport and oh, then on the way out there's like there's an ewok customs agent or something yeah, yeah i saw a, a couple interviews where george lucas from that from the era when the ride is being introduced where he's saying like the one of the cool parts about it is that it is reprogrammable uh-huh, uh-huh. yes right. and they that was their intent like here reading tony baxter talk about making this they did want to swap the projector in the film like in and out sometimes but it was just too cumbersome and too expensive to do that for what it's four simulators out here six in florida i think oh, okay oh there's more down there i didn't know that yeah i think because that opened in 89 so two years after anaheim uh it was probably a real godsend when it opened because uh mgm studios had the great movie ride and a three hour two hour long backlot tour when it opened and mm-hmm. that was it and then ah. later in the year they got the indiana jones Sun show and then at Christmas time, I think they got this. Okay. Which uh, Disney, please uh, never open anything at Christmas time again because anytime I've been at the parks at Christmas the last few years, it's just a crush of well, people. Well, that might be what happens with Star Wars Land in Orlando. Oh, yeah, no. that's, oh, that's terrible. It's, it's delayed. There's also, there was before the simulator thing came up, it was maybe going to be a Space Mountain type coaster. Where you chose you got you chose yeah. a path, the light and the yeah. dark, and there's a lot of yeah reference to like a black hole, a movie, a a, a roller coaster based on the black hole. I don't know if that's uh, the early, same yeah. thing yes. or like the simulator on, was going to be based on the black like, hole. Black hole was going to be their Star Wars. It was going to be a big hit. Yeah, and that did not happen. But then, uh, then oh, and maybe also a Captain Nemo simulator oh right up in our twenty thousand leagues episode so they were hovering around the simulator technology and actually new fact to me today disney was beaten to the punch on the simulator thing because there was a ride that opened in 1985 at the cn tower which is the big um space needle type thing in toronto and in in the base of it there was a ride, and I've, I have more videos prepared for today's episode than any other episode. Uh, y'all got to see this. This is this was a much more gentle ride, though, the way I understand oh, it. Maybe. I don't know. Ooh. See what you really? think from the video. Experience an unbelievably realistic simulation of space travel. Tour of the universe. I loved it! <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. 
yeah. Is that Alan Thick? <laughs> it could have been. Alan Thick doing Canada. Uh, uh, very well could have been. He composed I, the music for sure. Um, I believe tonight. you made that video. <laughs> like that's what you've been doing all summer. You made yeah. that, and you're like, look at this thing I found. All right, yeah, you outed my my fake thing exactly in my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's all the elements. Uh-huh. Canada doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. From the YouTube channel Retro Ontario, shout out to that one of the best YouTube channels. <laughs> Not to leave out Retro Vancouver, Retro Newfoundland, or uh, Retro Winnipeg, uh, but how how dope does that thing look? That and looks also, awesome. And like, and that it's it's board like board your Canadian Airlines flight to 2019. <laughs> Incredible, Did so you, perfect. There's no on ride video though. Not that I could. Fine. Yeah. There's a longer interview. It seems like with about about it and people who had been on it, but it was. Oh, and also, uh, ride. I think directed by Doug Trumbull, who went on to do Back to the Future. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So all the. Comp- I wish I could experience this thing. But so that was a, and it was the same type of vehicle, I believe. Mm. You boarded from the back for some reason. But other than like that. Government level. Military, military grade. grade the term simulators. I yeah, yeah, that's the term. And each one $500,000. Yeah, that's interesting because like Disney, Tony Baxter always talks about like, you know, they were the, I don't know if he says first or one of the first. But like they, because like, and in the wake of that, there's tons of simulators that get put into shopping malls, and it's a bunch of like crappy things. But I wonder if they knew about Disney and they were trying to beat them to the punch. Oh, or maybe. Or who knows? Like, who knows exactly the chronology of events? And they opened an unsafe ride that right. crushed many children. <laughs> sure, and swept that under the rug. They're all in the basement of the CN Tower. Um, <laughs> that thing. Oh God, that looks so good. But anyway, so they were. So that was open. So they're hovering around the the simulator technology and and it oh and and well and the other thing in the story of star tours and i think tony talked about this in our episode that like lucas was really gung-ho about doing all this but um eisner didn't want to wait lucas wanted to do something else like they both were like well if this ride's going to take forever what can we do in the meantime yeah let's make a movie Mm -hmm. captain eo uh, he, what did Tony um, say? He said, "Like, get me the biggest music star Man. and the biggest director, and the biggest, and the biggest director. director who wow. we can get for a reasonable rate because cocaine has ruined him financially." Mm. <laughs> That's you said this weird stuff to Coppola about to, to Tony, and uh, I was like, "What's? I don't know if he shares your grim Coppola view." Oh yeah, what did you say about Coppola oh, again? I said, you like, trash Coppola. Yeah, I Tony? said it was, it was probably a boon for Coppola too because the story of Coppola's career. In the 80s is like uptown 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 i mean the winery is really what saved him uh this <laughs> and, is and public the film, record. The film jack uh, mm-hmm. many years later oh yeah <laughs> i love that fun. yeah yeah um, <laughs> i mean this all happened too because like ron miller and george uh george lucas had winery they <laughs> were like buddies it, oh yeah the, the, the silverado buddies. the silverado winery yeah it, it's good that Two rich weirdos liked wine together so they could make a very easy meetup. Oh, Two rich weirdos made wine, and then we, all these kids, we got to go benefit. on the best ride that ever happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And Thanks, Diane, Dizzy Miller there, too. Like, mm-hmm. it sounds like a surreal experience. Yeah. yeah. Glad it happened. Um, <laughs> so that gets us now. Now we're in the line. Yeah, we're in the line. Yeah. We're still. Well, we're if we are, yes, I don't know how much we want to talk well, about the Star Speeder being worked on. Yeah, uh-huh. but we 
hypothetically past that and then we get to also I've well, never, I have uh, yeah, no oh no no, 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 no I was just going to say I didn't want to get out of order uh, the, the people mover used to go by the yes. star speeder yeah. and that's one of the biggest bummers because as we've talked about many times that was so cool to go and see it from another angle for sure uh huh Andy had all those little like baggage cages or those little baggage trays that were floating around a yep. conveyor belt yes and there's and a stormtrooper there for a minute was there? Yeah. Oh, oh, would he like go around the line? I don't know that he would move. I think this might have been a in statue. A, a, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was exclusive to Anaheim. In Orlando, we had a mini indoor forest and a full-sized AT-AT outside yes, of the right. show yeah. building. So yeah. that so was unique the, there. Did you guys ever go on the Star Tours in Disneyland, the original? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Is it, it was, the same as the Disney World version? The film. You mean the, yes. story, the film is the exactly the same. Yeah. Just the entrance. And the queue. The queue's uh, pretty the same. similar. Yeah. You would come out you would kind of come out and down into a store. Yeah, even that's similar. You're up you're a little elevated and you go down a ramp uh, and it leads into a store. Yeah. Um the the France one is the same except that there's this crazy space lady. There's this like Eurovision woman doing the uh, the pre ride um, with kind of like wow. cool space. That makeup. is very cool space hair. It absolutely mm. is. That um, might just be a thing Scott made though. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> Can't trust anyway. Um, the uh, Japan anyway. building looks very cool. I don't want to spoil. Well, it for we'll you. see. Maybe, soon, yeah, but the we'll building it's awesome. Star Tours is in in Japan looks very um, neat. Anyway, Kyle, what were you saying before I cut you off rudely? Oh no, I, was, I mean, like I don't know how I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but like if you're walking through the line, you pass C3PO and R2 doing bits about mm-hmm. the Star Speeder and Star Tours, and also like I listen to it's like C3PO riffing on the off the video that's playing, so like mm-hmm. an Endor video will play, and then C3PO will be like. We should. I would like to go, but I'm not going to fucking do. They <laughs> <laughs> think I'm magic. I don't know. Some it's good enough for dumb us, shit. Sure. Uh, I even got boop. there. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what the bit is. Yeah, uh, and they do that for I think a couple of the videos. But then you pass as I you, you pass Admiral Akbar, and then you make it up the, up to these G two droids. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious your thoughts about the G two droids. Well, I mean, I guess it's common trivia or fun trivia that these are stripped geese from mm-hmm. America yeah. Sings. Yep. America oh, yeah. Sings. You can see their tails. You can see oh, this little like like totally, little yeah. like thing flopping up and down which on that's their butt. What was in the Carousel Progress Theater, which is now Star Wars Launch Bay. All the all the other critters all went over to Critter Country mm-hmm. to Splash Mountain. My my favorite ride, which I uh, love now, right? And <laughs> uh, and the, these were the only two that uh, yeah made it to made yeah. It to I like these guys. Yeah, one of them has like a, you know he's listening to a song. Do you know this? Uh huh. Which I love that song on that little like yeah yeah with, the, with kind of a radio filter. Yeah. It's a little muffled. Is that anybody? Yeah, is that song available anywhere? It's, I listened to it like tonight. It's called Droid Room or Droid Rooms. Whoa, cool. really? Yeah. Wow. Really? I, I saw the title. There's also the, the, the thing I did see is that he says in the dialogue somewhere, I'm listening to K-Droid, my yeah. favorite station. <laughs> this is the latest hit from Danny and the Droids. I know. <laughs> the name of the band is That the might same have been an 11th hour. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. We forgot to record <laughs> something. Yeah. And then I want to, the song's called I Want to Weld Your Hand. That's so yeah. Dumb. <laughs> they should have put droid in. I want to weld your droid hand. Do you got the song? I think start to the droid rooms. Is that right? Yep. Okay, uh-huh. here it is. Um, 
This is great. It's similar. Again, another something Scott made. Yeah, I, yeah. I think this is in Area Loops, Tomorrowland. Area Loops, sometimes maybe. <laughs> it's like those drum machine sounds. Scott is in heaven this right is, now. It sounds and it's a little like muffled. The quality's a little, so it sounds like a Prince demo. <laughs> yes. It's like it's there's not a high quality version available. Doesn't this sound like neon telephone or yeah. something? Yes, it does. Man, uh, we'll post that. I oh, I gotta rip that thing. There's can I? You know, <laughs> while we're playing sounds, can I also? <laughs> we're gonna balance this out one day with, uh, with Jason's series of just a uh, album by album journey through the They Might Be Giants career. <laughs> <laughs> the only music you like, <laughs> one band for uh, a time. Uh, that was true when I was young. Yeah. Let me just just a quick hit because like. This is just th- this is crack. It's so uh, it's it's so perfect. Just the sound. Yes, Man, and then related. Those thing I was I was going on and on about how much I love those sounds, and Aaron said how if you got amnesia or something like that would be the key they would like like, bring you back yeah yeah that would make all the memories (laughs) come back uh or i would think i was rex from that point on. that's how we break the manchurian candidate spell (laughs) we stop you from assassinating a powerful figure or activate it or activate it (laughs) that's when you know it is time to assassinate yeah you have to pitch it up a little either way if you want to send me on some mission uh, controlling Mm -hmm. my mind with that sound not a problem sure anyway that uh, I got no commentary on all these. They yeah, just, you just that, like they all it. sound You're so dope. It. It's so good. Yeah, it is. Like all the elements are are perfect. Really, like Ugh. like it, it's it's <laughs> it's hard to even goof on it. <laughs> yeah, kind of is. That's why I'm glad we had all the opening ceremonies and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because the ride stuff. is just yeah, it's perfect. I also want to say just like texturally, uh, set design wise, like just all the all the molding and everything and the way like the handles on the back of the seats and mm-hmm. the room that you what would you even call this when you're getting hit with just the pure strips of neon light and then those there's those little cut out um gratings that you pass through they're kind of these like little stargate passageways right by the right now where you get your glasses is what you're saying yeah, right yeah yeah the very top basically before you yeah, yeah, yeah. They feel like a little, like, scanning. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I mean, yeah, I don't so, know what you I mean, Space Mountain them. has similar stuff. They're just... It's just the coolest. Uh, every, everything is so well-made and so it, well done. It is an attention to detail that I associate with Disney Imagineering. And to a certain uh, uh, extent, to Lucasfilm as well. Like, those Star Wars movies... Oh, that's true. Yeah, had a lot of great from... set design, a lot of detail. That's what, you know, makes the prequel still watchable is because all the set design and stuff and character Costumes design are and, cool and yeah. like whether or not you think maybe everything is so engaging at mm-hmm. least you like you got cool stuff to look at but that's where you move all that stuff you go into those worlds in the ride and it's not so bad because you're only in there for five minutes sure i don't i haven't had any like latter day i'm mad at jj so i like jar jar binks now but I, but I, I don't like Jar Jar Binks. But I like going to the Jar Jar Binks planet in Naboo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah, that's a really fun. That's George almost the most Gungan. fun one in the new one. I do think like I, I don't really know. I mean, I when I would go with my family as a kid and saw the prequels, I enjoyed them. And then later on, the more I thought about it, it seemed like I was like, yeah, they're okay. I do 
in terms of like prequel revisionism, I do think it's kind it's kind of gross how we sort of did George dirty. Like as a culture at large, it's just like he made three more. He made he gave people so much with these first three movies and Mm -hmm. and this attraction and his other works (laughs) that everyone's just like, now, fuck you for the prequels. Yeah, I don't I can't imagine like the people versus George Lucas kind of people being super proud at this point and they, yeah. sh- they shouldn't be i mean no, they just they... announced this week matt smith uh was once doctor who's going to be in the next star wars movie and it's a oh. shame the fans are just going to straight up murder him no matter what he does <laughs> he will be crucified on our on the hill <laughs> for our sins the hill of gagatha how where do you land on star wars today do you like with what's going on now do you give a shit do you uh on uh, hmm Honestly, I feel I'm like almost nervous to even like approach subject because like sure, it's sure. the level of controversy that yeah, surrounds yeah. it. Yeah, I do, I think I don't just don't care. Like I think mm. like yeah, uh, this notion of like I guess it goes back to what you're talking about with when Lucas put out the prequels, but I've never like bought into the concept of like you raped my childhood or anything oh, like that. Yeah, sure, I, I, or or like. Um, I guess because like it doesn't that doesn't none of these things affect how those things affected me growing up. You know, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing just, is sacred. And like if they made fifty Star Wars movies, my memory of it isn't bad. I'm gonna like see less of. It. I mean, like that. What what I just right now they come out so frequently that it's like I haven't seen Rogue One or Solo. Like yeah, yeah. I'll I'll definitely see the uh, the new the follow-up to last jedi sure yeah but um it's just not essential sure. or important to my life because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i kind of like like to do other things <laughs> well you've got a very fl- famously flexible schedule at saturday night live there are people who have worked at, at saturday night live though who have made their time for all of this their star wars stuff oh i'm sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like i'm working with one of those right now <laughs> <laughs> like, <I'm> for- <laughs> um, like force friday or whatever where the toys come out level of nerd are we talking? Probably, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Like absolutely. waiting at Toys R Us at yes. seven p.m. Thursday night because they open early to get the toys. Or like, I'm sure, like sending an intern to do whatever work. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I'm, as I recall. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think it's. Cr- I also like am just supportive of people making stuff. So. Mm, sure, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Happy yeah. For oh, you, mean, you mean like in, the t- in terms of like you're not going to be like furious about a movie regardless? Yeah, yeah, even yeah if I, you, I, I don't, don't think like so. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't um, love like it's like it's like Transformers. Like when those movies came out, like I was kind of bothered by the design of the Transformers because mm-hmm. they didn't look like the way I remember Transformers yeah. looking. But yeah, yeah. I just didn't see them. It didn't. Uh, that right. was it. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Well, I think when you feel the obligation. This looks awful to me, and I'm mad, but I have to go. And now I saw it, and I am mad. Uh, uh, like, I'm still a little upset. I should have. A lot of people said about uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, well, you, well, you gotta go. I mean, I know it looks bad, but you gotta go, right? And then I went, and I was like, I didn't have to go. I right. should have just not done it. Yeah. And I think that's maybe, I'll, I'm gonna try to make that my 
policy. Although I'll do, hey, I'm 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 in for a lot of hate watching. I but do I also, that for I, sure. But yeah, like, yeah. Um, I also want to say I support lovers and haters. I actually I want to leave this like being very like neutral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're no, down that's fair. Kyle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay with that. Oh, I think that communicated. <laughs> okay. Already. I sure. was gonna say, I think there's something about like. I, I think me being more of a Star Tours person, it's like not a bad place to be because the movies. I don't. I, I think also the fact that it, the rides kind of like it's separate from all those wars. It's more star than wars. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing just by its nature is uh, calmer. And I'm not going to be mad about what they do on any of these planets and these new movies because in my mind. I didn't know they were in the movies until that's like, yeah. I was, I really like the first time I finally watched all the stars movies. I was like, Oh, Hoth, that's from the poster from Star Tours. Sure. I really went yeah. about it backwards. So that was like ancillary content for Star Tours. Basically. All of the films to me are just, yeah, they're these odd take homes of the uh-huh. true experience, which is the ride. I mean, as a kid, I'd probably be like, yeah, Star Tours is definitely, if not my favorite, one of my favorites. Cause that's the one I went on. That's the one where I helped. My By supporting mm-hmm. Rex. My freshman year in college, on my Friendster profile, Star Tours <laughs> was one of my favorite movies. That's Whoa, great. Oh, nice. Yeah. Really fun. <laughs> was there... <laughs> Uh, were the rest actual films or were they yeah Billy Madison (laughs) (laughs) great great choice Um, Boondock Saints (laughs) (laughs) you gotta go Boondock I was was definitely into Memento sure (laughs) oh entering film school when we're in the same class yeah yeah yeah. you're you're you're, you got a rep fight club and uh Little Donnie Darks. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, you gotta. Uh, holy classics. You gotta. Um, what have we missed besides the, the riot itself? We haven't the riot. Into, yeah, the riot itself. <laughs> I, well, I'll, I don't, there's not a lot to say about it, but that the, the, the nerves that you feel when you're watching that, when you finally get up to the boarding area and there's those announcements like it's ready for boarding that voice yes. kind of freaks me out in a cool way and the and the sound and then the cool lady you get to see with the crazy loop hair she's fan- she's a perfect like 80s by way of start of uh, the of original future. all of that stuff the the original versus the new one uh is a little bit more it's not scary but it's a little like now it's like the cartoon like um, yeah. character, yeah. and it's a little droids. bit less. It's a little. It's it's a lot more cartoonish. So like w- the other stuff is a lot more. I hate to say it, but realistic maybe, and a it's little bit more scary. And it makes it a cool, grimy. Like the yes, original movies exactly. were kind of dirty and grimy, and now they're trying to make them grimy, but it's not. But yeah, it's it still kind of has that prequely shot uh, shine to it, which yeah. it doesn't yeah. make it as cool. It's much cooler the original where. It's like kind of a dumpy space travel agency. Like awful drab garage. Yeah, why yeah. Is that yeah. Good. Well, I guess why to me is that better than a cute droid? I don't. I don't. Know. I think it, it makes you it's more. A vibe. It makes it feel like you're what you're gonna get on is is real. Right. It's like and and seeing the yeah. connect because that star speeder, my toy, does not exist. This is painted onto a black right. box. But seeing a star speeder being worked on by boring mechanics really sells this is a real thing in a real yeah, garage yeah. you're gonna get like into. a real 747 that's kind of 
fucked, like a little dinged up, and like mm-hmm. some of the seats don't go back all the way. That is the reality. It of is travel. such a smart thing, and I'm sure this is in an interview, or maybe I've read it and I'm just forgetting. But like, it is such a smart thing to show that star speeder in the line because the vehicle you can't see. Every almost every other ride vehicle, you can see what it looks like before you're getting on. But this way, you can go, oh, that's what I'm getting on, even though it's obviously not painted exactly like that. Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, on that tip of reality within that pre-show video you mentioned the maintenance workers what's fun about that they do nothing it's like they're not acting you know yeah. what i mean yeah. they're, they're just doing like bits in the new one yeah they're exactly doing yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. too much too oh, gaggy yeah. yeah even today those would be there'd be like comedy in yeah that. exactly but it's, just, yeah. Just, it's boring yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like good yeah and yeah. like scary with its black and white or night vision or whatever it is and then that that video is oh it's just the perfect like, yeah it's, it's, there's also something that I've always had this thing about like uh, mixing film cameras with with boring video at a different frame rate and seeing Chewbacca or that weird creature with the three eyes with the camera uh-huh. seeing Star Wars characters shot with like the, on the same cameras that they'd use to film Maury Povich sure. <laughs> yeah it's so great now that is supposedly like in addition to the alien you're talking about the loading video yeah yeah right yeah, yes. that is like Imagineers and their families yeah. oh, the humans oh, okay Which I really like nice the kid uh, who snaps a photo of Chewbacca. Uh-huh. I don't know if, if you'd have to, he just has the dumbest, he's like, Ooh, you got his face is very funny. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I like the smoking alien. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, he exists just to smoke. He loves uh-huh. smoking. Um, yeah. And then, and then I don't know, I don't know offhand the name of the actress who hosts that, that thing, but she, you know, Allison Janney is the droid I like, but I yes. don't like it as much as the original. Yeah, it's not as good. But she's in the new load-in video she's like you can watch her get on the uh um the original nice nod oh that's a nod to the old um but are we ready to get on (laughs) should we get on let's get on an hour and 40 minutes in we'll get to (laughs) the ride because i have i have some things (laughs) that i love from the ride but compared to current stuff like makes me not makes me mad okay i don't want to well i feel like i mean the faint the most famous and i think tony brought this up in the our show you know Rex yelling I've always wanted to do this mm-hmm. that is again so endearing like that is so like as a kid like I loved hearing that right before you went in the tra- he's cause he's in a the fan trench too run. he's just a fan he's just like enthusiastic. we are but th- that contrasted with like some of the more self-aware this, that is in theory self-aware but it reads as very genuine to me in some of the newer movies there's like little bits of self-awareness like, isn't there a thing in Last Jedi where... The phone thing? Doesn't... The message thing? No, it, it doesn't... It, they're in the Falcon at one point. They're being chased by uh, uh, TIE fighters and... And, and they look all look at the camera and say, Ooh, we're going to end up being the Last Jedi. <laughs> Someone yells it right on the tail and doesn't uh, John Boyega yell like, Oh, yeah, they love doing that shit. Or doesn't he yell Does like, he they love shit doing that. Th- what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. He says there's like a gag, or it's it's like they're you mean always it's like, Here doing that. Here we go that. again. Yeah, something like that. And I it, don't know. It rubs me as like very constructed. It, I think it's on crate. It's when maybe when they show up on crate. Hmm. Well, of course it's not good. It's it's in a, a movie and it's not in the ride. And the ride is better than all okay, of the movies. Okay. Yes. I mean I'll that say, much is true. We'll have to find whatever you're talking about and post it on the Twitter. Uh, I was told when I when I was at. There was a guide when I had this my special day with Jeff at Disney, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, which is what I'll refer to it from now on. <laughs> and there was a guide there. He said that Ryan Johnson took 
some of the design from the ride video which like the crystals and stuff and put it in last jedi that it was yeah. inspired oh, sure. from star tours like the old the the, the comets? comets yes yeah yes whoa that's cool and that makes it because the my favorite sequence of last jedi i'd say is that crystal play and the mm-hmm. you know the the red the salt and everything um that sequence that part is so well done keep going out of order but like that it feels i don't know they sold that really well you the feel sound those impacts is great yeah, excellent the, sound the breaking design. sound yeah i love the comments even though kid. if you watch it it feels kind of tepid and slow moving through there similar to like the the back to the future ice age stuff but they the way you the, the way it felt when it was actually in motion was so cool um odd concept that you get lost within a comet sure um <laughs> but he but think about yeah i think you're right on this thing of r2d2 like rex nails it going through that if you're gonna not his fault he ended up in a comet yeah but he uh, perfectly also they're both my friends like i'm not one to go like oh this fictional character is my friend but i think like r2 uh rex and spider-man in the spider-man ride mm-hmm. i go oh it's my friend sure mm-hmm. also i would say rex too like he doesn't crash the star speeder he gets through like rex no. is like sully and he gets everyone it's safely like on the so, other side and you're, so you're on the other side a sully like trial ha- he probably ends up in yeah. a trial where they play a simulation of what happened over right. and over again <laughs> that's the start to wrong movie. way breaks <laughs> breaks there's <laughs> a sully like movie which is star tours oh that's the movie that's the movie that's great and most of it is it's him before and after and taking mm-hmm. a jog and he's nervous <laughs> yep <laughs> Could you well get it's some... just shot for shot then shot it's for sully. shot remake of sully with rex man yeah. i mean you might need a little more conflict what about some flight inspiration he has a drinking problem. Is that the twist in it? I don't really remember. I like yeah. half watched it. I just remember the plane being upside down at you, one point. You less than half watched it if you don't remember that he had a drinking problem. <laughs> the primary. The plane just being upside movie? down and John Goodman just going like, yeah, like John Goodman <laughs> having a real funny voice. I think you're, thi- you're thinking of you half watched the trailer. I, I may have. I may have been doing King this. Ralph. <laughs> you know what? That part we played King, King Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> Great at piano. Um, the uh, uh, what else? I don't know. We, oh, we haven't talked about. The, well, let's go back into order. He goes. You stop. You're going yeah, yeah. the wrong way. Break space. This part also. Again, that that grimy garage. It's so yeah. just functional and not a fun Star Wars place. It is not. There's not a bunch of droids zipping around. It's just like weird misery in there. But I love that. And uh, also a Lucas request because Lucas himself, a giant Disneyland fan, and he thought, uh, why th- there's all these places in Disneyland that say authorized personnel only, and you always wonder what's back there. Let's for the first time in a ride go back there let's let's go to one of those odd zones and it's nothing weirds going it's just like oddly uh, functional and but i now i think it's really a trope of rides and especially universal rides that uh you know it's supposed to be this pleasant thing but then something oh, sure. bad happens but i don't know that that was really going on before star tours and i think yeah, lucas himself uh invented that's it. interesting do, well do we know if the simulator uh in 1985 the trip something, to Jupiter the trip to Jupiter oh, went sure. smoothly or uh oh I have to figure so. that out but yeah yeah no this is kind of where the where it start this starts this trope starts kind I of even so. though it's become mostly the trope for so many rides after it 
But yeah, the next time you're mean to Lucas and make fun of his uh, his appearance, remember he thought of the coolest ride thing. Yeah, the normal. Is there anything before this? Because all pirates, everything on a mansion. It's just you're you're doing what you went in there to do. Exactly. There's no wrong turn. Big Thunder Mountain. You know you're going on a wild ride. Right. Tell you that Matterhorn. You're on a bobsled. This is, I think, the beginning of the ride went the wrong way and the mm-hmm. wrong thing happened. And it's, like, happening to you. And Universal would use it much more than Disney would in the years mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. this. Huh. Um, so kudos yeah, to George. they stole it. Stole it from George. Wow. Everybody um, stole from George. Uh, also, the fact that Rex in general came out of Lucas liking the Jungle Cruise and thinking, mm-hmm. well, what's our equivalent of the... Of the yeah. jungle group, so he really got to like this. Maybe is the first example of a ride being made by a by a fan, like a, a fan of the property getting to do his own thing with it. Ironically, a thing so, that happened to Lucas uh-huh. and his uh, beloved worlds. So not later. as like Cameron, maybe not as big of a Disney Parks fan. James Cameron, I bet he's not. Probably not. Yeah. You would imagine, but maybe. No way to know. There's no uh, way to know. It seemed like Tom Fitzgerald, another Imagineer who worked mm-hmm. on both versions right because you so. sent a video of yeah him being interviewed for the new version mm-hmm. and tony talks about him working on the original version too seemed like to be a big star wars fan yeah and uh um yeah it seems like he, he brought a lot of the cool innovations to it um what i is this it's like less with the ride almost <laughs> yeah it's good, uh, it's good. What you, for what's your good. favorite part of the ride kyle uh see i mean i well i i think we're skipping over the reveal too like the a yeah. shield that covers mm-hmm. that comes up and down i guess yeah, to, it's gonna be a breezy ride let's um, just lower the i don't know uh, this is not like necessarily a favorite part of the ride but just like stepping out of like just like the notion i guess you're talking about like how grimy it is and i might be wrong but like these are all i feel like as a kid i was fully immersed in it and then like as a college like film student i experienced it in a different way and i saw it from like a filmmaker's perspective uh-huh. and it's like we are traveling through miniatures is that accurate yeah, yeah. mostly yeah, yeah, yeah. miniatures yeah which is pretty sick like sure yeah i, I think uh i would love i would kill to like see any of those spaces in reality like if those models are still around somewhere because yeah, that's oh those pictures are always crazy like i've seen the pictures yeah. of the original death star models mm-hmm. and they're like these i don't know what the scale is but it's they're bigger than you think they would be but they because they have to be because there's a camera that has to go through or like the ghostbuster have you ever seen those ghostbusters pictures with oh, the guy yeah. in the stay puff costume and then the oh. full like city built sure this like they're is, crazy um, how detailed that they have to be from like marketing stuff i remember this picture a yeah. lot as a kid oh, that's Short, yeah. this is like yeah. clearly a miniature oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. Think, that they're yeah. manipulating but it for, looks yeah, yeah. great i mean this this was the time mm-hmm. when also i think um from a ride st- the the use of the of the tv with r2 and the the pilots going yeah. back and forth that uh, was really cool is yeah it was really cool sure <laughs> <laughs> i'm mad i got nothing more to say it's it's so hard back then too so it's incredible they were able to do it every like six minutes every day but it's one of the and it's a uh, cool thing they they used also in back to the future the ride like the the multiple screens yeah so neat and i remember like uh uh i remember thinking like i bet those i i bet and i hope the 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 new actors boyega and oscar isaac and stuff when they got to like film their new parts and like if i if it were me knowing like 
this is going to be on the little screen in Star Tours. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really where you you made it. You're part of the, the universe, yeah. finally. But that's my uh, perspective. Yeah, and you get your you get your cool X-Wing dude. That guy's great. You get your... At, I mean, at the very end, you get that guy uh, behind the fuel truck who, like, ducks when the... Who, like, back in the day, I remember the rumor was that that was, like, George Lucas, I think. If I'm thinking of the right guy. Oh, yeah. It's not, yeah you know what you're not, saying. Right, right. It, yeah, yeah. That guy. That's what everybody thought. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not, sure, I'm not sure who it is. I don't is. think it is. I think he was another Lucasfilm guy. Um, Obviously, you go to the Death Star, if you remember that part. Oh, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trench run is great. <laughs> Although, I have an issue with... So here's my issue with that. Reading about it uh, may, uh, made it uh, worse. Like reading about the justifications that like the Lucas people. Story-wise, yeah. Story-wise. Because oh, right. it's like, well, this all takes place after Return of the Jedi. And this is actually Death Star 3, which may have been a fake Death Star and actually a fade out. And I'm like, just shut up. I don't care. I yeah. actively do not care. Yeah. I just think it's cool to go on the Death Star run. Well, and I think, I think it's possible <laughs> that in the discussions that Lucas was a person who said, well... Or, or like we I think he wanted to be timeline consistent and he said let's have the Death Star like the Death Star happened why would we do that again and yeah, I think Tony was already. one of the parties who said yeah but right. like let, think about the like you know feel over function that's what like he, you have to people are going to want to go through that tunnel yeah I mean, and he talks about what itself. people expect from an experience that has like an IP on it and it's like well what would people want to do mm-hmm. so I guess he was yeah. probably being like well there's two movies where there's Death Star runs people mm-hmm. must want to do that yeah um, but I must say, yeah, this is the third Death Star. We could add a different ending. Let's be honest. Make a different uh, big ship. Well, also, isn't you know? it unfinished? Well, yeah, but it's always been unfinished. It's never been fin- no, there's never been like a complete finished Death Star, really. Mm-hmm. Has there? But the first one looks pretty complete. New Hope? But they're just ter- pretty... But they're just turning it on in New Sorry, Hope, aren't uh, they? Sorry, visually unfinished. Like, in Return of the Jedi... The Death Star looks different. No. There's All like this movie in stuff. It. I don't know what you're yeah. talking okay. about. Okay, yeah. Um, not part of the canon. To I was me. just assumed it was yeah, the Return a- of the Jedi uh, run. It was the Return of the Jedi Death Star. They got there right as Return of the Jedi was happening. As oh, a kid, you were assuming that's how that it was that one. It. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I always just assumed. But, there's, but for but sure, and it's officially that, that they've started a third one. It's officially even after something the war has else. Ended. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. So they're, they're building, building, the, they're building one. the Spaceballs one. Well, they're trying to rationalize the idea that the galaxy is somewhat at peace, and that's why we can kind of freely travel through it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it has to be after the second Death Star. It has yeah. to be. Yeah. But it's still like... Or maybe it didn't blow up. I guess maybe it all. Maybe all the pieces reformed perfectly post explosion. Like how? some black hole sucked them all perfectly back together. I think though. I mean, they don't. There's a lot of questions when you see Force Awakens. How all of a sudden the First Order is just there and they're so powerful. So maybe this kind of bridges that in a better way. Like the conflict really didn't stop. And this they just, might take. They place. built a Death Star every two years, right? And they blew it up. So there's been like 50 Death Stars up until the just, giant one. They're not fixing the problems with this Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah, same one. Oh God! And then Starkiller Base let's is the just, last one. Let's just get like two more security guards watching, <laughs> making sure no X wings are flying in here. Otherwise, design's perfect. It's not a design problem. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, there's something. There's something about also. I don't want to be this guy who's knocking the new one as opposed to the old one, 
but because I there's a lot that I like in the in the new one, but I don't love all of the endings in Adventures Continue, and I think there's something to me about the cleanliness of you're in the Death Star, you know what this is, and you do like the ultimate Star Wars thing, and I think the new some of the new endings in Adventures Continue have a lot of. Uh, the phrase I wrote down prequely effluvia like I where I don't know what planet this is and it's not like a major event from one of the films uh-huh. like I understand being on the Jar Jar planet or being in the pod race more than we're in a this city with a lot of traffic and I think well that's Coruscant okay uh, and that's a planet from Star Wars it's I the take home it. of the uh Intergalactic yeah. government, but either yeah. way, you know what I mean. Like it's not like uh, you're not in a. <laughs> I don't know. You may not be primary sequence of. The, yeah, as you wanted to a big, Star a big Tours f- one ends with the ending of Star Wars, and Star Tours two has you go to some more places. There and, are a couple low key endings for the new Star Tours, and I agree with yeah. what you're saying. There's a couple times. I think Coruscant is the one you're talking about, mm-hmm. where you just kind of slide on that ramp, and they're like, "Ah, hey, we didn't die. See you later." <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah, all yeah, it is, yeah. and it's not a fun. Because I would say that there's first. Well, this should be saved for the next one, but I'll say <laughs> it anyway. I went on. We, we went on a couple days ago, and the end was the Naboo one, where you're underwater, which I think is one of the best ones. Where you yes, get put I in that like thing's that. mouth, absolutely, and then you slide into the. Uh, whatever the hanger thing and the window breaks yeah that's which fantastic. is really great yeah. and mm-hmm. there's a funny little gag there i didn't know this the window didn't break this time oh whoa and we, i was blown away because <laughs> i've been on this i've been in that scenario like five ten times who knows and it always breaks i went on it and if you jason you do you know what i'm talking about yeah You've seen this? And then the, the point that usually goes through your window snapped off instead of the window breaking. Uh-huh. And then somebody threw paint at the window. And I didn't know that existed. So that's one of the good ones. But I know what you're saying. There's a couple things can change, sort of yeah. low-key versions um, of this. And it doesn't feel like you've really finished this big, like, oh, my God. It just feels like a, a whimper. It's just a harder, like, thing to wrap your head around. Like, someone on the ship is a rebel spy, and you need to get them to a secret hideout. It's a lot of plot. Why is he play? Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. plot. Yeah, a lot a more plotty is the new one. The, the old one is very clean. It's very simple. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm curious, Kyle, you ever been the spy? Uh, yeah. And, yeah. It, and it, there was, it was <laughs> remarkable. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you got if it if it means anything to you guys. But yeah. there was for me like a lot of buildup in terms of like will this ever happen to me? Mm-hmm. And so when it <laughs> yeah. did finally happen, I was psyched. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. be excited. You guys uh-huh. have not. I've not. I've been twice. You've been twice. This, oh, wow. now, in Orlando, I, one in Hollywood. One I know that we're California. like this is obvious. We're talking about the other ride here. But yeah, I know. Have wow. you developed any? Do you have any ideas as to the picking process oh, for the Rebel Spy? Do I know. I do know. Because wow. I, I know a couple things too, possibly. But please. I was told on my special day with Jeff <laughs> um, by the guide that one of the and this isn't foolproof, but a lot of people fumble around very like during the pre part of the ride when you're putting your seatbelt on putting stuff under that one of the things you can do is immediately sit down kind of look straight ahead and don't fumble with stuff because they're looking to get a clear photo of you it happens before it happens before it doesn't happen right at that moment it happens before i think the ride starts so it's not you might know even more insight on this yeah i mean i've heard i think the back two rows are are mm-hmm. uh, possible uh, this could be inaccurate are like you want to land yourself there and okay. i i didn't i haven't heard that specifically but i naturally like 
just try to look as bored as possible uh-huh. because like seemingly all of the rebel spies they choose are that yes and it worked and when i told my friend to do it it worked for him too wow so, yeah like maybe it's a, so yeah maybe it's like kind of a straight ahead like bored because i kind of want everybody to go oh ha, 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 like right. look at that face or whatever yeah. like this like person that's not that enthused so yeah that makes that makes sense so if you can see a clear shot of the face and the face is like uh, well not, we have then we have to put it out there if you do it if you uh, get if you do it uh, based yes. off this tip and you are the spy. I was going to say send a picture, but that's like impossible. It's kind of hard. Yeah. You, you could yeah, you do no it. It's just to, it's, you don't want your phone to fly into the front of the... But just let us know. Uh, and Does ha- it work? Hashtag I'm the spy. So yeah, yeah. Get get in there. Get situated real quick. And then like probably don't go like crazy with a dopey look on your face, but make it very neutral. Make it a very kind of neutral face. Like let's the see. maintenance guys in the original Star Tours. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Play it real. Play also, it real. Do have to say, story-wise, it's kind of lacks operational security to tell a flight full of civilians who the undercover operative is. <laughs> mm, that's a good point. Yeah, that they shouldn't do that. That's like uh, when Dick Cheney outed Valerie Plame. Yeah. <laughs> Very. How about that material? Mm-hmm. How about that political material? I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, um, well what else i you know i also i also like the other side i like when the gate goes up and rex is still pleading his case yep and he's yes, still getting fun. used to his programming he's so sympathetic there and i'm more sympathetic for him now realizing that half of it is on r2 um mm-hmm. again i just don't believe that they fired r2 i think r2 had fame coming into it and that they had to pin the blame on somebody somebody had to was, be a fall guy right yeah and yeah, it was yeah. rex yeah uh, um, and they were sketched out by his DJing. So maybe he just hobby. quit. Or maybe he just got put on leave and then the company folded. Either way, I'm fine with all these different ones. Maybe we'll he got a this. much better DJing job that pays way better. And he and Roxanne are still together to this day. Mm-hmm. And they are rich and very happy. Well, I think we'll be able to tell this when they when they let us know how soon, like how much after Star Tours is galaxy's edge and batu and black spire outpost <laughs> which are What's the old black names spire that's the name of the place itself so you're that's the name star of the wars town. so star wars, it's, it's named all of these things yeah so star wars galaxy's edge is just the general the area the okay. planet you're on is batu and the name of the little town is black spire outpost Okay. So there, that's those are the names you need to know. So it's like a city within a county within a state. Yeah, and, and within a is, country called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh huh. And everyone's just going to call it Star Wars Land. Yeah. So as they should. Yeah. Uh, better. <laughs> I'm getting used to Galaxy's Edge, but uh, still, it's clunky. Uh, Kyle, you excited about about Star Wars? Any hopes you have for for uh, Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge, as fringe people call it? I'm, uh, I'm just generally curious. I think, like, I imagine most people are nervous about how it'll affect moving around the parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Might be good. To, are, well, are you going to stay away from it for a while, or do you or do you go in as soon as it's open? I, I, it's summer, it's I not something that I'm like. I ha, I, I you're not I will thinking say about like, it every day. I thought about Star Tours too when I before it came out. Like, and I was mm-hmm. there. I don't know if you guys like. This is like the first ride I remember where like 
maybe I just wasn't paying attention where there was like a celebration of the Star War- Star Tours ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. last mm-hmm. flight to Endor. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And we they like blew made, it up. Yeah, yeah. Boba uh, Fett threw a thermal detonator and right. blew the building up and they set off pyro. Whoa. In and, Florida. In Florida. And uh, well, and here Tony Baxter went, came on board and said goodbye. He like he set up the final flight and says the wow. force be with you because i won't be and then he walks out mm-hmm. because tony also ran he like operated the ride for the first few months it was open is he that like right went in in a flight suit yeah oh i didn't know that yeah it's in that e-ticket magazine i wow, have that's he, awesome. well, yeah he just for fun he just was like curious about the operation of it and wanted to help so wow. he was just like a shift leader <laughs> wow. isn't that crazy that is crazy cool guy um but anyway uh, yeah but you but yeah, yeah how but, was that transition for you uh well, so like goodbye. we made a, I definitely made, I went to go on like one of the last, I don't know, probably the last week that Star Tours was, because do they not, I feel like they didn't advertise as much. This was only like what, 10 years, like eight years ago? Yeah, yeah 2010, well, I think it closed. Yeah, something like but that, I don't know, yeah. like but up to that point, how many times the parks would advertise like when a ride was closing. But this was a time where you, people were aware that this was happening. Yeah. yeah, and I think now they do it a little more, like yeah. less chance on the. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I saw that so, like they're doing it for the Jurassic Park ride. Yeah, right, yeah. which is going to be the, almost the same ride, I think. But I think. that's why every, uh, I don't know why they're making a big deal. I was out of psyched that. to see what the second Star Tours would be because I was so into this original yeah. incarnation. What'd you, what'd you think? Were you disappointed? Were you nervous? It was going to be not the same. Uh, med, I got to say, I was always nervous when I, like the very first footage, I think that you saw was the pod racing footage. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess just like seeing like how kind of digital it looked and like it felt, it looked a little bit like a video game to me. Yes. That made me nervous. Yeah. And, uh, and that hap- that'll happen on rides here and there still that the footage you see on tv looks weird and you're put off and when you're there in person witnessing however it's projected and how it's meant to be shown it's, it's yeah, much better and I, and I liked i do definitely enjoy the ride yeah 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 there were rumors for a long time that it was gonna be all pod race and that made me very nervous yes i don't yeah. mind it being one step of it but it, it also wouldn't make sense that it's entirely pod race so that's that's good yeah the um i don't know i don't know if this was initially too for the first incarnation but then i know for sure the second incarnation the blue sky was like it would like have windows and you could see stuff on the sides like you'd see stuff whizzing by on the sides as well uh, i'm not sure i'm assuming that would be something they would try to think of in the first time around but huh. i remember there was like a blue sky version like where the ceiling would open up and you would Whoa. see something like up like up to like sky or whatever That's like if you were on tatooine but that would suck you out of the ship yeah so you'd have to be pod racing on tatooine or be on coruscant or be on kashyyyk or be on uh, you couldn't be underwater and i don't know these words of which you speak uh they're very (laughs) you've been all to all of these places (laughs) you should know know the last one i really don't know what did i say naboo kashif oh kashik kashik yeah it's when the the wookies are on the front sliding down it's the chewy planet it's a chewy Uh, planet you're getting the name wrong we didn't really (laughs) touch on this i i always thought the art uh, advertising for Star Tours was just great. Yeah, like, the artwork always. You was may very went good. away. Pull it back. Uh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I know what you're. There's saying. a bunch. There's about. a bunch from. Yeah, awesome. We're selling some of we'll that stuff a bunch at, the, of at the Van Eaten Gallery. I was trying to do yeah. a little, but it, man, it was all. Yeah, I, I had like a Star Tours poster growing up, and I have. I've like since collected like the clothing, the paraphernalia. Do you have multiple? Do you have a bunch of? Uh, Star yeah, Tours? man. 
Wow. I can send you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got I got pics of me in my Star Tours gear on the on the last ride. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, wow. Yeah, actually, that's cool. we love some action like, figure wise. Let's get the like, full lineup of uh, wardrobe. Spoke it, talked so much, but I didn't. This last ride I went on, incidentally, was like the second time I went with Beck and Nick, who from the sketch group I was I'm in called Good Neighbor, and our friend Clay, and. Uh, it was like the second time I took uh, mushrooms in my life. Like I <laughs> wow! And so, like that play, played a part too. How how, sure. how did that go? Was what, that what, what horrifying? Which way did that Awful. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. No. <laughs> I was gonna Rex say Stray. I would hate that. You. Uh, now you no, hate no, Star Tours was chill. Like Star Tours was like the first ride we went on. The, they hit like right as I got into the park, and wow. the most in, like. I'd kind of feel it when, like, we went to one of the, like, bathrooms and, like, just dealing with all these people and hearing the sounds of, like, flushing and, like, uh, hand dryers go... It was like I was in a factory and then, like, getting out of there and then just having to weave through people felt like a video game. Jesus. But Star Tours was great. <laughs> it was that actually, was the it only was actually one then I went on, then I went on, I went into Captain EO where, like, I had, oh, it was my. exciting. Like, I, they showed, they had that pre show video of, like, the behind the scenes, oh, yeah, the which was, I loved, which yeah, was, like, that music just, like, that thing. It Oof. felt like, it, like, feels like they're, like, coked out it's like Jordan oh, like, yeah. it's like just, you know what I mean <laughs> yeah there's an intensity yeah. you, now you get over there and you spin around <laughs> exactly but then like <clears throat> then watching Captain EO which I love like I just had this experience where like uh, I was a struggling comedian and actor and like it's obviously difficult a lot of for a lot of us to like pay the bills and it was one of those moments where i'm like watching this thing feeling like fuck i'm never gonna be able to do this i don't know i just had a very like wow. self-aware moment and that kind of fully brought me to a negative place like you that, thought you wouldn't be part of a production as brand as <laughs> I, it's the, just as like captain oh man if i was on the set of captain neo i'd be too nervous to even like, <laughs> <laughs> pull this off you know what man. i mean i just like had a lot of kind of like self-doubt and like didn't get to enjoy the movie because like i f- saw it as like a film production uh-huh rather oh, than like i have that when i get if, if i get a little bit high i do i have that where i like see through the like the the narrative is gone to me and i can like see i could feel the energy of the oh, yeah, production yeah. exactly bad, yeah, yeah and usually yeah. bad because that's exactly what it was like, yeah. wow. that's like the, when we were at desert trip and i was watching paul mccartney from like the pit and i was just like this old sack of bones <laughs> setting before and it, yeah. now it felt like oh it's, i've seen through the magic trick and i could see he's sick of doing this it's the same patter he does before it's, here we go for john this and all the girls gentlemen if it makes you feel any better the opposite where you just get really invested in the reality of like oh moana's got a her family <laughs> i wish i felt like you that out during like, moana no he loved no moana, no as he's like i just committed to I don't see the I don't see the divide just like fully enmesh in the story yeah uh, it's sometimes good but then sometimes like very stressful if it's like uh, so a it's all bad yeah everything's it's all, bad yeah, it's, it's like all, succession or it's something it's all real bad but that's kind of I got badder better I got badder <laughs> <laughs> sure they gave me some badder because they could tell uh, no it was I mean like I, some I was looked out for, and over the, the big break, like midway through the day, we went to like the Uva Cafe and drank some beers, sure. and I was just oh, like, "That's oh, my I spot." Felt that's so, right. I felt so good. Like that yeah. was what it took. Like, wait, where? 
The uva, it's the middle. Oh, uva the middle. Bar. I've never eaten at the. I've never been to the uva bar. Oh, that's Scott's flavored place. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. Trio of flatbreads. Yes, for That'll sure. Call me the chorizo street fries or something. Oh, I haven't tried those. those. Have we'll you have been to. in the restaurant? It's connected to or like the, yeah i don't like it as much it, you don't like it as i like the also, casual i feel like you would well, make it appreciate i feel experience. like they typically have a good soundtrack too it'll i don't know if you've ever caught this but it'll be like i can't place music it'll be like 80s it'll be like cool in the gang or something or like oh, oh. fire-esque it'll be like oh sure like shaka or something yeah exactly yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to do an uva episode yeah yeah oh yeah, <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. come back I this is great you signed up for the uva experience <laughs> I, dude i get a peanut i always get a pina colada there that place is that fucking tight sounds <laughs> great would I you so in for would you have book. protested if that was part of I, the hotel's not happening anymore but like mm. if they were going to do the hotel and they knocked down uva would you would that be something you would like sign a petition for uh, to keep uva uh, you yeah, know progress is progress all right fair uh, enough but you know, who knows how i would feel uh, if it really if got the reality were there yeah. yeah hold on i don't want to predict that by the time this episode comes oh, out I the hotel will be resolved but they're going to fix the hotel that hotel no. will be fucking resolved but but somebody just hold on a second here this is i don't want to get with it we're already two hours and 17 we're in, we're in minutes longest episode but, territory uh, but someone just posted someone just posted on our facebook uh, a job listing for earl of sandwich employee whoa so disney is not thinking that that what you're talking about is going to be resolved they're about to reopen earl of sandwich and who knows about espn zone or rainforest cafe could they come back they might be coming back that would I be think this is going to be resolved within a Exiled few months. Exiled and then brought. Maybe that's like a like a kind of. I don't know. That that's that's like to to yeah your move your move now Anaheim. So we're J- that back could also Earl. be a your yeah that could be a like. Do you think this is a negotiating tag? Oh, so they're going to be like. Oh, well, they're going to open their own sandwich. I guess they're not going to... Please build a hotel, Disney. Please build a hotel. And they're going to be like, all right, fine. And then they fire those poor people they hired. Oof. I, I guess know. they would do that. They're very cruel. No, I don't think they ever hire it. I think it's a red herring. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fake out. Well, look, this I is don't all, know. This is all more exciting we'll than, than the Star Wars films to me. Yeah. <laughs> Eternal Polita Anaheim v. Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, since we are... <laughs> getting into the longest one i had a feeling i mean there's a ton here thanks for hanging for so yeah. long but anyway I don't, do we, it's gone we don't even i don't even know how to do a, a plus it up how do, or, you know, can, I, can i the one thing i feel like we're not touching upon I mean, yeah yeah it's yeah. not fair to say that but like this is like also the prime example or i had not experienced this prior to this ride of like the dropping off into the gift shop, like the exit through the gift shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Intra- yeah. Is it the, I mean, I, I if it's not the first, it's a, like, as opposed to you go by a merchandise cart, it is definitely that you are dumped into a specific yeah. hard to get out of. It's kind of, yeah, Disneyland specifically, because there's not really a gift shop. Haunted Mansion Pirates, like, uh, you can go to New Orleans Square, but uh, yeah, immediately there. I think for Disneyland especially, because like in Orlando, Pirates kind of opens you, opens right into the gift shop for Pirates. Oh, okay. uh, sure. But yeah, I bet yeah, in sure. Disney... But it's a, certainly a I just remember, version. like, as a child, it got me pumped. Because, oh, yeah. like, you leave the, like, Star Wars theme is playing, and then, like, all of a sudden, like, there's all the Star Wars That's gear. when you And I love that ramp. Game. I love just that boring kind of, like, post-movie yeah. theater <laughs> and those posters. And uh, and the Star Trader itself continues to have... I mean, that's where I got, like, EO shirts when yeah. EO was back. Oh, yeah. And kids can build their own lightsaber. I feel like that store has been, like active and vital ever yeah. since it opened up 
Uh, yeah, the Florida good job one with Star Trader was always a big one for me as a kid, and it's huge. And yeah, I feel like it was the only place you could really find Star Wars stuff at a certain point, and then they started selling it at Merchant of Venus in Magic Kingdom uh, when Alien Encounter was still open, and I was. I was kind of like, oh, cool, more Star Wars stuff. But also, I was like, it's taken away from Alien Encounter merch. So, I don't know how I feel about this. So, <laughs> right. mm-hmm. And it's also the battle of original property versus uh, IP, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. played out on a very microscopic scale. Sure. But one thing everybody can agree on, and I don't know if this, I don't know when this went up, uh, or if it was during Star Tours or not, but Star Trader, uh, neon tumbling through space Mickey's. Man, oh man, mm-hmm. that is my Disneyland. That's my Tomorrowland. That I will throw a fit if it's ever gone. <laughs> the slow, I love yeah. that thing. The zero gravity Mickey. Yeah. 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 Were I to shroom, I would just sit and stare <laughs> at that for oh, a while. How about this? What if that was at the Van Eaton Gallery? The actual, the actual thing that might be a how wife, much wipe money out life savings. If you had, five, if you had like say like uh, ten million in the bank, which is a lot of money, but you shouldn't mm-hmm. spend a million of it on a thing at Disney. No, how much? How much would you spend for that? If I, if I got a lot to readjust, if I have ten million dollars, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh. Uh, that's six. Wipe it all out. Uh, uh, six million. That leaves me a little bit. All right. Six million. Um, hey, pretty good. <laughs> great. Done deal. <laughs> um, I don't know where I'll put it. I don't, think my, I don't think I. I don't think a house has a lot of like neon hookups. But I think some, a glass think artist a, could fabricate one for you for a tenth of the. <laughs> well, that's the for case only with all six hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I um, think if you have a house, though, it's going to be a neon room in the house. Wouldn't oh, you think? Uh, yes. I, yeah. Look, if I to have this neon room, if I have to go live in, you know, uh, deep Bakersfield, yeah, if that's how this has to play out. Fine, but yes, and I will recreate the entire Boombeam Beam City, oh. only open for two days. Laser tag, laser tag, <laughs> yes. for which I still have all of the props. Um, that'll be my uh, uh-huh. uh, what like the like the um, uh, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, uh, the Rock of Fire, fire explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll have a rock of fire, yeah. Of course, also, mm-hmm. um, and a and a Chuck band. What are they called? Chucky. Oh, uh, uh, Munches Make Believe Band. The Make Believe Band. I'll yeah. have a Make Believe Band as well. Monday. I'm going to need a lot of. This is less of a home than a compound. Yeah, uh, I'll have yeah, to buy the Silver uh, or the Skywalker uh, Vineyards. Something from- like a childish play, like a Neverland Ranch type place. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Scott Kierner's Neverland Ranch too. <laughs> I should buy the ranch. You should buy the ranch. Hey, let's all go in on the ranch. Buy the ranch, ranch me. I'll take care of it. Come visit me. Mm-hmm. It's only four and a half hours away. Sure. Quicker by helicopter. Uh, nothing weird's going on. It's no. totally cool there. No, nothing weird is going on at all. <laughs> it's a thing you say when nothing very weird's normal, going very on. Very normal. Very regular. <laughs> Would you buy if you could buy if you could buy it an item? <laughs> In any Disneyland or Disney theme park item, Kyle, what's what are you what are you getting? Uh, I don't I don't have an answer prepared. Um, That's a bit. That's a heavy question, certainly. How about something from Star Tours? If you could remove an item from Star Tours, any era. I just. I don't know. I just I, some of the robots. I, sure, <laughs> good answer. The two geese. <laughs> yeah, two geese robots just fighting in your living. Uh-huh. You just plug them in to argue oh, in your living great. room. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, certainly the the G two with the 
droids room boombox. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. And there's just like a door in a little room in the house that that's just going all day. Power (laughs) being wasted. But anytime you wanted to open it up and get a little hit. Hi, I think I know you. (laughs) Those are the bits that that droid is doing, by the way. He's just like roasting people that walk past him. Uh Yeah, and just a lot of like, I really like working here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And then like the, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> then you'll hear on the big speaker like there seems to be an issue on sector five. The droid is not working accurate or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, shut <laughs> it. <laughs> Much like an airport. Much yeah. like a put upon airport employee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, accurate. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> I got it. Get some droids. Somebody get Kyle some droids. And uh, Kyle Mooney, you survived podcast the ride. Uh, one of our one of the longest episodes. And I thank you for. Uh, but yeah. of course, there was no other way. This is an epic. Yeah, I'm experience. sure there are other ways to do this. <laughs> <laughs> A concise fifteen minutes. Time had to be wasted. Uh, uh, yeah, planets had to be listed, and uh, Officer Zizek said they had to get a full fifteen minutes. Uh, um, but yeah, thanks for coming and sharing your your memories. Anything you'd like to uh, to to promote or send people to uh, uh, anybody listening? Uh, yeah, well, you could see the, this movie uh, we referenced early, uh, earlier, Brigsby Bears on uh, Brigsby Bear is on Amazon and iTunes. Hey, so great. Awesome uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much uh, you can catch me on um, Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, do you- I do wish that is how the show was announced. I do have you pitched to Daryl Hammond. Like, what if you said it like this tonight? Yeah. <laughs> I do think, I think he, I think you get the best Daryl Hammond's pronunciation. Uh, you, get, uh, you get a real strong Kyle Mooney. Yeah. So, so, yeah, that's nice to you. I don't even pay, I, it's... You're probably busy during the mm-hmm. jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has their process as long as it's in private and the door is locked. So that's in fine. That Zen state. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kyle, thanks for being here. Everybody else, check out Podcast the Right on Twitter, on uh, on Instagram. Email us at Podcast the Right at Gmail. Check right. us out next week. We got some fun announcements and stuff. Oh big, yeah, big stuffs coming down the pike. Oh, very yeah. big. Podcast the Ride world uh so if y'all aren't exhausted by this one check us out again next time <laughs> we are going to do our best to exhaust you oh yeah month. we certainly are <laughs> oh yeah if you're exhausted now yeah. wait till uh in a few weeks <laughs> uh teaser all right folks i'm sure we'll do better next time we're still getting used to our programming